the beat, beat. All since notes are fully punctuated. Running the light dot exe. System optimization is less than normal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is complete. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? I will shoot you. Error. Server block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. Yes, right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast. That was going to be edited out. Um, <laughs> that's the, it's the fucking Low Life Podcast again. Um, Hello, it's us, your buds. Keeps, keeps happening. Uh, I'm here with Scum. I said my hellos. Yeah, but I didn't introduce you. That's true. So Shadow Link. Glory to the machine. Mm, that was sexy. Ops. Yeah, I shave my beard so I sound different. Anyway, so... <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you have a beard by the way you type. Yeah, right. <laughs> I type with my beard. <laughs> Been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic, so it's all just like you know, you're just rock slow- and stone. Tap tap tap. You're tap just slowly like, becoming a dwarf. I it's. I'd be or fine with that, frankly. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, oh yeah. Before yeah, let's get into some new releases. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that new clutch song is basically a microcosm of Blade Runner. Oh yeah, it's no, fucking it, yeah, not even uh, trying. What I is it called? It. Red Alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that oh dropped today, and it's up on YouTube <laughs> if you are interested in checking that out. Clutch is one of those bands where you look at their history, and it's like they've gone up and down as like a rock band, an electronic band, an industrial band, and then like just a mixture of all of these things. They just—they are dude. like they're just a great rock band. They're, they're like, like the one. <laughs> They're like the I one love rock band that I would con- like one very analog rock band that I would consider cyberpunk. I think, I hundred dude, they're yeah. They have a whole what fucking is, album. What is that one? Like one one zero zero one one. Yeah, they have a whole album called Robot Hive Exodus. Yeah. It's like a double album, but it's only you know twelve <laughs> songs or whatever. It's I will fucking say all about this shit. They're great. Wasn't there a lyric in uh, Red Alert where he's like, "Who's the greatest uh, uh, science fiction uh, writer of all time?" Yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the, that's, a, uh, that's a very that's a very steep claim there, man. But like, oh, they're they're hilarious. Yeah. They're fucking. They're so fucking. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I think a lot of people that like don't like Clutch are, are like taking them seriously, and it's just like well, they are seriously talented musicians. And yeah. he's a great Neil's a great lyricist. Like it just everything about that's great. But you got to understand, all of it is done with a really big fucking wink. Yeah, and it's been like that since their first fucking album like transnational speedway league where they had a song called a samurai named marcus like <laughs> they out the gate these guys have been clowning in like the best chunkiest fucking rock in a sort of way like i saw them in a goddamn coffee shop in niles ohio nice. like on that tour for five dollars and about 300 people were stuffed into a building that like could hold an 80 and they destroyed like they were like out of the gate these guys were a good band and now like i haven't seen them since then because i'm like i'm satisfied you know like they're just fucking awesome i they play the 930 club like right down the road here all well, the time know, and for I just, a long time i haven't seen them yet you know for a long time i always thought they were like one of those like oh these bro like kind of bands yeah. but like yeah. not like they, they, they actually have like a blues rock 
kind of yeah thing. Exactly. and they they do that they, they had a few albums where they had a dude playing organ on it that is just sick as shit like everything that they put together is of a piece like every album is its yeah. own thing kind of yeah. and uh the one that like the one that would like be I, I think maybe our listenership might be most into is um oh fuck it's like their fourth album god damn it of course i'm gonna brain fart now uh and my brother if he's listening is gonna be like what the fuck is wrong with you blast tyrant i see i just had to start typing in clu and i was like blast tyrant yeah that's the one that has like army of bono on it where they make fun of you too uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's produced a little bit differently than like all of their other albums it's like a little bit more industrial without being industrial but it still has a lot of blues in it and some really cool spooky shit on it but they're storytellers and that's the thing and they do this like really weird like historical thing where they have like they'll do a song about abraham lincoln and it'll be this like fucking sludge dirge you know and it's amazing you know they're just all over they'll talk about space talk about fucking the prison planet on the second eponymous album which is probably probably my favorite i don't know i I don't really have a favorite clutch album i just kind of like their work you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they put a new album out. I don't think about it. I just get it. Yeah. It's just, I know I'm going to enjoy something on there and okay. usually it's all of it, but uh, yeah, real, real psyched about that. That's yeah. good shit. Yeah. All right. So in comics this week, uh, so we just, this came across our radar pretty recently. It's called Huxley. I didn't put mm-hmm. it on our notes because oh I know that, uh, that coin is-, is going to be very angry at us. At I already us. hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. No, I already this hate is, it. This is bad. I, I, I found yeah. this originally and like, I'm like, Hey, look at this. I found the antichrist and it's <laughs> it, it, to, be, to be clear. I don't know a fucking thing about what they're about to talk about. Um, <laughs> I just, I just like, it's like naming your thing after somebody famous already kind of clenches my ass a little look, bit. Before we like know? clown on this, I do want to say everything like from the art to I'm sure the story's fine. Like everything about it, it looks really good. The artist is clearly extremely talented. He's been in the business a while from what I understand. It's just, they've (laughs) even got a trailer for it and it look that looks great too. It's like a 3d animated trailer and like, yeah, the way it's put together is like, I want to read this because of that trailer. Yeah. I want to watch the movie if they are going to make a movie based on it. Uh Like I heard a, I heard a, but, but, oh, but there's a there's many buttons. but ugh. it's an nft comic guys it <laughs> is you can only buy this with bitcoin oh can you can can i can i can i trade in for it at a fucking coin star which apparently ugh. i can get paid in bitcoin with oh, apparently apparently you could buy this thing for like ethereum um on OpenSea, which is you know the nft trading whatever and yep. I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I found the Antichrist, guys. Like, this is so awful. This is against everything I believe in. Because the whole point is you made this incredible thing. It looks good. It looks really cool. I wanted to read it. But. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You just I made this... it incredibly exclusive. Incredibly exclusive. <laughs> like, stupid. Your all of fucking cryptocurrency nerd cultists. And I looked, I looked, I'm like, is there any way I could read this? Like literally anywhere else. And there isn't no, like, because not, the, no, not, not until yet, somebody not gets it and right clicks it. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'd like to interject at this point. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed our fake shit last uh, episode. Yeah. Um, we are not starting a coin. We don't Wait, care. Yeah. yeah no, mm. All right. So back to the story. Back to the story. <laughs> also, this is, so they're releasing these issues. They started releasing them uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, 
and by the way, the the artist is or the the writer is Ben Morrow. So uh, just keep that in mind if you ever see that name again, M A U R O. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's a digital comic, yet they're they're no only released. No, they're, that. Uh, no, it's not that. It's <laughs> I know. a digital comic that they are only that they are releasing limited copies of. Yeah, ten thousand. Mm, I know issue yeah. there's each. there's there's a there's a more like real way of doing that where you you go ahead and print it yeah yeah you and can then let's see that uses paper and uh, you don't uh, print it again i think he'd probably oh, make more it money. on fucking platinum for all it matters yeah i think he would, would have probably made more money if it, it did what like ben templesmith did which was literally have like a kick indiegogo for an exclusive comic and yeah. like mm-hmm. and have a patreon as an artist have a Patreon, and I'm pretty sure he, that probably works out better because it doesn't involve like cryptocurrency fappery. Because yeah. that's the thing; it's like you have a limited ten thousand digital issues. Of you this you are creating scarcity. Yeah. That's yeah. the most it's fucking art- capitalistic thing that you it's can artificial do. Scarcity. Well, that is no, it, the that, sure, opposite sure, of but, cyberpunk. But here's the thing: it's not even that. It's like okay, yeah, you're creating scarcity by adding a step to a way that you could already do that. Yeah. There's like yeah. all these motherfuckers are trying to do is not even reinvent the wheel, just trying to rebrand. Well, okay, okay, it's not just a a, a digital copy. You you can get a physical copy as well. Sorry. Um, yeah, but, but you still, what's the point? You still have to pay. Oh, you fuck. still have to buy the digital one though with Ethereum. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I'm out. God, it's yeah. fuck that. Noise. Like you literally can't even get a physical copy unless you buy the digital one because I fucking yeah. looked. And like why, there's no way why to get restrict this thing. yourself to that too like if I have more no than ten thousand people want to read your comic why not make that available to them were you were you going to talk what about is... to the uh the digital action figures god yeah the the perks <laughs> that you might oh get you mean for skins helping... yep the, you mean uh... horse armor yeah it's exactly horse armor god yeah they have digital and physical collectibles metaverse fashion oh and something called a central ai pass i don't know what that means but god ugh. so, so we, they will give you we a were, digital we were, they will give hold you hold on hold on when we were talking before this we said we were we we have a personal policy of of giving each other bad news first and then good news and then we were going to do our episodes with the good news first and then the <laughs> bad news after the good news <laughs> Listen, I, I just got a mixed bag today, okay? What so, happened? <laughs> let's do bad news first so we can just get it, get it the fuck out of the way. Or at least... Just a this, little palate cleanser and some Drano. This is the news that I have, okay? Okay, I promise all right, all right. we'll get through it. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, holy shit. The holy baffling shit. thing about this is that they will give you a digital action figure. That I don't know that you can put on your metaverse desk, I guess, when you're working in the metaverse. Oh, so, man. oh, buddy, I, I don't. That's the worst no. thing about this, in my opinion. I, it's, it's, it's let's just give, give everybody a 3D model. It's just, I guess, if you have a steady diet of shit, you become a connoisseur in the different types. Yeah. There's three of them. <laughs> Here's three different versions of the same shit. It's. I told you, it's the Antichrist. It's literally. If you made this beautiful thing, and instead of wanting it to make it readily available for people to read and enjoy, 
you put it behind like multiple just, walls. That's so fuck. It's just it's I selfish just and stupid and doesn't make it what, much what's logical that character, sense. Uh, what's that character Bill Hader did on uh, SNL where he's just like, "This is the most exclusive club in New York." <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's every one of these guys seems like that to me. Yeah. Like, every, they're like, just trying to make I the most can. exclusive. Especially club. when it's someone oh, yeah. that's talented. Like this person has done yeah. like concept art for like Elysium and like fi- other like like films and the industry and whatnot. Like his work looks really good. It looks yeah. incredible. I'm sure the story's mm-hmm. fine. I was very intrigued. <laughs> I found not. out the oh, walls behind to get to. I it. actually didn't realize that. I thought that this was done. No, it's written and illustrated by Ben yeah. Morrow, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. impressive. It yeah. Just you got oh, yeah. so much talent, dude. So much potential, but don't, he got on the crypto train. Don't limit train. yourself to this. You've got a good CV, like yeah, fuck. especially like you get your a movie Ethereum's credit. Gonna you're... go in the tank is just gonna tank soon, anyways. You're not gonna be, you're not gonna be rich making comics, anyways. But you're not gonna be rich from dude, a theor- from get doing a Patreon. this. Please, yeah. yes, like you have. I will. You have a follower. Yeah. This I will. I will personally fund your Patreon. I don't have money. But I will pay money, <laughs> I will give like you, real yeah, money, like, not fucking, not this fucking bullshit. Yeah, if he starts a Patreon, like you have a fan in me because I'm impressed by your work. Like yeah. you're very good. Like you know, so. But I, ain't, I ain't trying to touch this shit. No, this yeah. is ridiculous. This is really bad. It's this like, is... air. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire. You know, uh, like I, I've, I've caught bits. Uh, T, he's, she's been watching the, the Julia Child show on HBO, and it looks really good actually i think i'm gonna actually watch it from the beginning this woman's doing an amazing job but like imagine julia child cooking for you Mm -hmm. right and she's about to bring you this delicious like well-rendered meal hello and then um at the last second she just covers it in in like like caramelized shit you can have the tasty thing but it's you got to get through that shell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what this feels like. You you just it's an unnecessary step. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yep. That's our first Julia Child reference on low life. <laughs> Market probably not the last one either. Probably not. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So in so uh in movies this week. Uh we have news now of a new movie uh called Duel D U A L coming out on April 15th. Um, yeah yeah it stars karen gillen yes she is adorable and a great actress and i'm very excited about this and it's co-starring uh aaron paul it's directed by riley stearns um and so this is about a woman so karen gillen plays a woman who receives a terminal illness or like relieves a a terminal diagnosis um and this is in a non-specified future in which uh, you can clone yourself, so oh, cool. uh, so that version of you can live on essentially. Hmm. But uh, plot twist: uh, Karen Gillan finds out part part way through the movie after she has herself cloned and is like kind of trying to get her acclimated to her life um, before she dies. Uh, she finds out that she's not dying anymore. Um, oh shit! Uh-oh. So, so now she's got a best friend. And uh, the, the, the roll credits, right? <laughs> well, in fucking this, kidding me. In this world, uh, apparently, it's kind of like uh, altered carbon, in which you know 
you can't have two of the same person walking around. It's illegal. The Highlander. So yeah, they basically. literally need. So they. Uh, so in this world, they don't like. I don't know. Flip a coin and choose who to execute or talk things out rationally. No, they they perform a duel to the death. Why? So. <laughs> Why not? HBO man. Yeah. How am I not? Oh, I'm I'm on board. Don't get it fucking twisted. Yeah. But I'm like. I'm here's the here's how this is gonna work for me they're gonna have to like massively massively backload the fucking dystopia yeah like yeah. It, it's gonna have to be there yeah you know it we're gonna have to this is ha- this has to be is, does it look funny oh yeah it looks it looks very darkly comedic uh okay okay okay, okay. Cool. okay. Oh, no 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 i should no, also, no, I should also say okay. riley stearns is the guy who directed uh the art of self-defense which is a fantastic movie um, I highly Wait, recommend what it. What was that? Um, who was in that? It's Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg plays, I hesitate to use this term, a beta male, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's all, it's all uh, commentary on toxic masculinity. Gotcha. But, okay. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Jesse Eisenberg is a beta male who gets mugged at, uh, early on in the film. So he decides that he wants to figure out how to uh he wants to learn self-defense so he joins a dojo a karate dojo okay which turns out to be a cult of people who do project mayhem shit essentially okay (laughs) Um, it's bonkers it's it's actually kind of it's a bit of a deconstruction of fight club in a way actually i think yeah all right and it's god it, it it's really good and it's fucking hilarious Jesse Eisenberg is perfect in that role. No, this this sounds like it's in the, I have this wheelhouse of movies that I wasn't like, like I'd hear about. And then I'd like just watch on a lark and it would end up being one of my favorite movies, like American animals. Have you ever seen that? It's about the, it's about these college. This is a true story about these kids who, um, we're going to steal like the Audubon book from like Kentucky university (laughs) library. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say another fucking word okay. about it <laughs> because it is awesome as shit. <laughs> like, and there's a there's an aspect to the movie that I, I didn't see coming, didn't expect. You won't get from the trailers, and when it starts happening, it it makes the movie even better. Yeah, like okay. it's really fucking cool. It's ah, oh, it could have it could have been a disaster. This was a movie that I think was one of like a American Animals I think was like a movie pass movie mm. and then movie pass went under before it ever got a wider release. Yeah. And this thing could have won best picture. Yeah. Like it's fucking amazing. Hmm. It's a really great film that no one knows. Yeah, yes, no, it's great. It's funny as shit. Um anyway, go ahead. Yeah, anyway, so Aaron Paul's character is like the character that's trying to coach Karen Gillen's character to fight against this clone. Just okay. the absurdity of this. I mean, I guess it's another like, movie to compare it to stylistically, it's it kind of seems like the lobster a little bit. Okay. Uh just in terms of that sort of uh social side of Um and it yeah. also reminds me of uh there was a like a Netflix miniseries with Paul Rudd that came out a couple years ago. It's called Living with Yourself. It's mm-hmm. essentially the, the 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 same premise, and it's I by, that, that's the way really the way the trailer uh, indicates. Um, I haven't seen Living with Yourself yet, uh, yeah, unfortunately, but it's it's the same premise where Paul Rudd is living a miserable life, and he's like, I want to have, I want to become better, and this. <laughs> 
company clones you and mm-hmm. lets him lets that clone take over your life and like, like the parts of it you hate yeah essentially yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really it's really complicated it gets so, really complicated it's fucking good am i yeah, bad to uh, think that i'm like all right i'm into that oh, well, you know, so, well this so gives you like, a real good fucking reason why you might want to think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so this this movie seems like it, it has a similar dynamic between karen gillen and karen gillen um in that like the new clone is like starting to work things out in her life and the uh the old model of karen is kind of like the original becoming obsolete essentially um right 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 yeah so the new uh, so, the new one's just doing better than yeah, the original. Essentially. Yeah. Well, she's adapting because she's like learning, you know, well, as a and, baby, you basically. Know, you know, yeah. like you absorb more when you're younger. Yeah. Man. So it, it, that, one looks, on that, that one looks pretty wild. Um Sounds yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, we got news. Uh so Daniel Kaluuya, who you might remember from uh Black Mirror, the uh Oh yeah, I can't. I can never remember the exact name, but it's like something like a hundred thousand merits or something. Um, yeah, the but, jogging one. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. One, that was yeah. good. That was a good one. That so, one yeah, fucked he, me up for a little bit. Daniel Kaluuya oh, yeah. was the uh, the main character in that, and I yeah, I really i I also really he, like he his was body a of get work. Out. Yeah, get out. Like he's he's, he's doing a bunch of like solid shit. He's gonna be in uh, Jordan Peele's uh, new like horror movie. Nope. Nope. Yep. That's my favorite <laughs> movie title ever. Do you understand me? I don't care what the movie even is. It could literally, it could literally be a shot for shot remake of like the Cremaster Cycle or whatever the fuck that's called, yeah. which I don't even know what that is. It, but I, I just know that it's like 15,000 hours long. It, it could literally just be that. And I'm like, you already titled the name perfectly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. But also it's, Jordan Peele's. God, Jordan Peele's movies are also just fuck. We need, we old. should talk. We should yeah, talk about like us on the show sometime. Because that is, you know, I we need to talk about how. Or Get Out. Get Out would work, too. Get Out's another one. Yeah. Oh, like, OK, I, there was this weird thing that happened like, OK, so when when the Chappelle show was big, like when it was airing. Yeah. OK. And then the third season weirdness came up where they were like, we're going to give you like 50 million dollars. And he just like fucked off to Africa for a bit because he's like, uh, uh-uh. you know, yeah. like and he's right, you know, do 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 your shit. But um, immediately it seemed like and I didn't know anything about these guys because I, I don't I'm not I don't obsess like to a super super deep degree on all of my interests because i just i don't have that kind of fucking time yeah. it's just like Chappelle shows off the air key and peel suddenly arrives yes and it felt like they were just like kicking a replacement up there just a placeholder in some really weird way hmm you know what yeah, i mean kind of like, what is this well no i was wrong to think that because it's a fucking great show oh, yeah. you know no, like, oh, i went back and i started watching it man look i, I we, the Terry man, sketch. Man, the Terry Kevin sketch I, will be always be my favorite. Uh, no, for, it's going to be Liam Neeson's, <laughs> and it's because Kevin and I were fucking uh. doormen, and when we would switch shifts, we would have that conversation exactly that way. I didn't <laughs> stomp around like fucking maniac, <laughs> Bruce Willies, dude. That, before like th- that's how we were and then i saw that and i'm like i felt seen you know like <laughs> when i geek with my fucking friends that's what it's like man you know like, yeah oh, no that show's hilarious God. it's so fucking it is funny a classic and then i get that in my head 
Key and Peel, yeah. fucking comedic geniuses. Comedic genius. What does Peel do and next? Peel is a horror it, genius. I mean, I guess like the, horror movie. I mean, you kind of have to like, be to do like from, comedy. Yeah, from a certain standpoint, Dude. you know, there's a there's a thin line between comedy and horror sometimes. Well, even just doing oh, comedy, sure. there's a, there's a darkness for in sure. there for doing comedy. Oh well, yeah, and, and there's Absolutely. a difference too. There's a difference. Like like a horror comedy is a dicey thing. Sometimes it's just like a gore fest for no fucking reason. But sometimes you get something that's like kind of clever and clockwork, like Cabin yeah. in the Woods or yeah. uh, mm-hmm. oh man, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which yeah. might be one of my yeah. favorites ever. Hell yeah. God, like, uh, like, I, I could literally put that movie the on right the Alan fuck now. Tudyk, you can like, sit here for the next hour and a half listening to me laughing and pours it over all the bee stings that he got. Just perfect. Oh, God. Oh, all man. these city kids are killing themselves. <laughs> oh, that, just that one kid that turns to run and just spikes yeah. his fucking head on the brain. And I'm just like, God damn, it was so sudden. And like, so slapstick, you know what I mean? Like there's a yeah. way to do this. And there's a lot of them out there, but then, you know, then you get other ones that are just like, like it's a comedy that happens to have a bunch of like violence in it. For yeah. Yeah. It's like, or eh, it's, it doesn't, or it's a botched horror essentially, or it's just mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like, I don't like any of these people and I don't like that they're winning, you know? Yeah. And I get to the end of the movie and I'm dissatisfied, you know, like, I don't know. None of these people deserve to be the monster should have eaten all of them, frankly, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. Back to the story. So, uh, <laughs> I, back to the thing that I was supposed to be talking about. So, <laughs> I was leading up to that tabs. because Daniel Kaluuya, I, I'm just trying to establish that, you know, he's not a stranger to the dystopian genre. So he's oh, actually no. written his own drama for Netflix, um, oh, a yeah. futuristic dystopian drama called The Kitchen, not to be confused with the also excellent crime noir from 2019. Um But yeah, so it's The Kitchen and it's going to be written along with uh, Joe Murtaugh. Uh, it's based on an idea from Kaluuya, um, and it's supposed to, it's set place in, uh, in London in 2044, where there's a lot of it, the, the wealth gap is huge. And that's really the, the main thing that they're saying about it right now. So I, I don't really know anything else about it. That's, but it just. Bring it sounds it. Yeah. promising, mm-hmm. and I want to I want to see what happens. It's uh, slated to come out in 2023. Okay, if, you know humanity makes it that far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll check it out uh, in the future, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. Oh. And in music, fortunately for me, this makes my job a little bit easier. All the new releases that I wanted to pay attention to uh, came out on April Fool's Day, but Ooh. we're not fooling about this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Carpenter Brute. Uh, is out with a new album called uh, Leather Terror. This is part of his trilogy. Trilogy sounds yeah. Isn't he doing like a like he he's doing like re, like reimagined kind of eighty soundtrack theme? Actually, trilogy yeah, that series? that kind of it kind of looks like it could be that. Didn't he come yeah. out with a because didn't didn't he come out with like a movie? Did he? Probably like a short film, uh, if I remember correctly. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And and how, how how is he not by now? Yeah, I remember there was know, a lot like, of upside down crosses and spaceships and just like dancing lady and there was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Were these uh, were these spaceships like century gothic style? Like, yes. That, <laughs> oh my god! Did, for real? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I don't remember. But it was all like it was it was, it was a lot. But I'm pretty sure Carpenter Burke came out with the film. Wait, 
Sensory, sensory Gothic is a font style. What am I talking about? Anyways, uh, <laughs> so Dance System came out with their album, In Your System. Um, Dance, Dance System is kind of like a minimal techno. Well, I, I don't know how to define them, actually. They're Because I also hate the term IDM a little bit because it's just kind of like a blanket term for electronic. It's like alternative. Like yeah. alternative or like uh, dancing music. Uh, but not stuff that you can really dance music. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like even no, electronica doesn't work for dance for... music because there's still funk and there's still disco and yeah. there's still you know like just like what you like. Anyway, yeah, I but, feel you. Yeah. Who's it? Yeah, where's it at? Oh, uh, well, I, I think you can find it's on Spotify and I don't know. Um, I I didn't look at where you can find these. Just just Google it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Google will take you to these artists in your system. <laughs> so, okay, Arcadex came out with Industridex. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you Funny. sounds like a bunch of ambient. Yeah, probably. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I I actually I didn't. Well, I I think uh, Industridex is a little bit more. I mean, as the title implies, it's a little bit more industrial. I'd, didn't get too far into that that album last night um mm. but uh music came out with goodbye oh, yeah they've been around forever yeah yeah God, uh, i have got fucking 25 year old record with a remix on there nice. yeah that's like another uh another that's kind dope do they like kind of fluctuate on the kind of music that they they make oh, or yeah. sometimes yeah. in the same song yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it's it's crazy. So it's it's yeah. another IDM, I guess, band. Um, if you're not aware of them, uh, think old Nova Mute and Warp Records stuff. Okay, like it's like that era. Oh, wow. um, was when I first started paying attention, like the early shit, uh, ambient. Uh, what the fuck was that called? Hmm. Artificial Intelligence One and Two. Hmm. Those two yeah. like co- compilations were on like that same label and stuff. But I, this cat was everywhere doing yeah. remixes for everybody i think he even did a remix of me and i didn't even make music like that cat <laughs> has been working for like this whole time so it's really cool to hear new shit yeah still uh, french synthwave band l'avenue came up with electric uh what what is that again l'avenue oh okay 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 the avenue I, if you want to yes. Uh, translate it literally. Yeah, no, the, so it's edibles, L L apost- kicking in. <laughs> L apostrophe A V E N U E. Gotcha. Uh, Fumu capital F U M U came out with Enter the Anima, which is Enter the Anima, not the Anima. Um, okay, yeah, no, that would have been either fun. or yeah, whatever. Say, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they're a bit more like a. This is like a glitch artist, I think, um, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like glitch hop, like glitch mob kind of stuff. Like, what's the difference? I I don't, I don't know the uh, the glitch subgenres too well. I literally only know like glitch mob because it's like everybody else is like really tight, and they they have this like weird like I don't know like a trebling of beat. Like, yeah, everything sounds like it's just off. But I would say I would say this is a little bit. This is kind of like glitch noise. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I can do that. That enters yeah. my wheelhouse then. 
brain waltz era this wire to that thing (laughs) basically yeah because like good noise good noise industrial it's kind of like if you can make me think that like you can make me smell wires burning i'm in because that has happened (laughs) there's to be an element of danger don't (laughs) i'm like hmm speaking of i i just learned about binaural beats i want to get into that i want to see that See, oh, that's interesting that, uh, shit. If that works, does that work? Well, headphones, man. I don't think that headphones works. shit. I've tried that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know if it does anything fucking mystical, yeah. but it puts the sound in a really weird place in your head, huh. and that's fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if it's gonna open your fucking squeegee, your third eye open or anything, but like, you're definitely gonna be like, huh? I didn't know you could like put sound there. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I you think know? that's what it is. Too. And uh, it's just a, it's a phase trick. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of them. You, there, you. Oh God. I'm sure it's like the mind machines. Back in the day, we used to mess with this one like synth just to try. Like we get super fucking stoned Mm -hmm. and then we'd like set this fucking thing up on this old ass uh, fucking speaker. And well, one time like we passed out and it wasn't from the sound is because we were really fucking stoned in the ceiling or like the room where we were in was like 95 degrees and shit. And so we just like I woke up drooling on the keyboard and Mm -hmm. it was just. So to this day, whatever that chord was, if I ever hear it again, I'll probably have like a moment. I'll be like, what happened? Did I eat Ross? Was that sushi bad? But, uh, <laughs> it was a weird day. It was a real fucking weird day. Yeah. Okay. So Brain Waltz era, all one word, uh, came out with their album. It's a me. Um, or <laughs> it's, it's a, a me. Yeah. It's a, it's all one word. So it's either mm-hmm. it's a me or it's same. Um, but uh, it's a me. It's a yeah, me. It's yeah. a me. Mm. But I, can we vote on this? Yeah, yeah. It, I vote it's a me. Yeah. I vote it's a I me do too. too. Okay. <laughs> um, What's a, and his name is what? Radio. Brain, Brain Waltz era. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, it's all one word. Uh, more, more. In uh, I hate the term intelligent dance music. It should be something else. Like the I should stand I, for something other than intelligent. What does it even mean? That's just, Look, there, it's that was a term. Is what it is. It, it, that's why it like no, legitimately on, asking. but also didn't catch on. Well, there was there was a thing. Okay, it's like early jungle. Like the first time I ever heard the term intelligent attached to like some sort of fucking genre was intelligent drone bass. Okay, and like that wasn't the first drone bass. The first drone bass is like cascading snares, like at various BPMs. They hadn't quite decided where it sits yet. When everything got a bit standardized, you started seeing shit in like the 160, 180 range. Yeah, you're only getting half the beat you know what i mean like it it, the speed of the song is 180 but the beats are kind of hitting at 90 you know what i mean and that's when when they like formalized it like the kick was on the one the snare was on the two lockstep and then you did weird stuff with the snare or the kicks if you wanted to but the snare was steady it was like the inversion and the bass lines got bigger and rollier there was more space for them okay and that's when that like they, they just people just threw the word out man they were on fucking drugs and they were like i don't know this feels intelligent and then they rolled with it and that's <laughs> i literally think the depth i don't think a fucking person came up with that i don't think a journalist was like hey what do we call this and I, <laughs> some, market, some marketer when like intel yeah, well no like what do intel, we call it? idm idm came later and it was like people didn't know what the fuck to call square pusher and apex twin yeah yeah that's fair they just didn't know like because where do you put it because like apex twin will be like he'll title the album selected ambient works okay and he's like that's ambient yeah i i put a i put a label on it for y'all all all right (laughs) that's that's where that goes and even then he fucks with you but then like you go to his other stuff you know his richard d james shit and the the other things that uh, allowed him to afford a tank 
that he has on his property. Um, <laughs> that stuff's wild. And some of it seems like it could be kind of soggy. And some of it is just there to like, s- just pull your fucking whole brain you can't apply, through. Like, like a whole genre to an artist. Well, that's why I say genre is good for getting close. But then, like, the more you look into that, the mm-hmm. more you're going to find the cool shit at the fringes that stops kind of being completely that. And it isn't just a mashup either. They've just taken the idea and squashed it through. Kind of like how rock got so far. And then you got shoegaze. They're like, what if we just did all the reverb? <laughs> <laughs> all of it on everything, you know? And it was just, like, wonderful to hear. It was yeah. just like, yeah, let go. Fucking, you know, you had the Pixies with the loud, quiet, loud shit. Yo, it was yeah. fucking great, you know? Like people didn't want to call that rock and i'm like i don't care what you call it. it's the pixies yeah. A fuck. yeah i know where to go to get that sound out i don't care about your genre like snobbishness uh, like, like i, I just on the ground sorry i know i know i do this all the time <laughs> but like splitting hairs i i don't know it's just i know it's not I useful get it. sometimes no Dude, <laughs> i, I I put like, before that yep. when they started referring to shit like like fucking Pearl Jam as alternative <laughs> they're a rock band they're a yeah. fucking great rock band yeah. like you don't have to what's alternative about it like what what do you mean it just you needed like it was college the college played it well the alternative was the fact that they only were cycling like the same 25 30 50 songs a day yeah, yeah. you know you go to classic rock station you're going to get your zeppelin block of four zeppelin songs during your fucking drive home that you'll hear every day of your fucking urge winning life until you eventually drink yourself into fucking sorrows <laughs> you know like it's yeah it's not great but it, you know it was just something caught on and they were like we can make money on it and so like we how do we market this that reminds me we need to like have an episode about like because there was radio how that's getting how that got all fucked up how that went down yes. yeah. i think we've we've touched on it in a couple we of have. Ways, definitely i think i think like how radio started like from marconi all the way to like every station in a town is now allowed to be owned by the same company yes. so you're, <laughs> you're digesting the same useless shit. Shit. yeah, yeah. And if it, all of those radio stations in that region are the same thing, they're only going to give you no, news I'm from just, one part of that region. Yeah, I'm glad I got to live in Chicago before that like happened to Chicago. Oh yeah, no, even I, I fuck man, 107.9, the end you know, out of Cleveland. Yep, the, the, a great like college kind of. Well, I hesitate to use it, but they use the term. But they were an alternative station, but they would play like Skinny Puppy. Nice, <laughs> you know, like every now and again they'd slip that in after ten o'clock. You start getting the good shit, and that was good because at that time. I was eating a lot of ephedrine. So I, I was up for it. I was awake. Yeah, I, I heard rem- it all. I remember listening to Forrest with his uh, dark electronic music in Chicago after midnight. Mm. Oh, there's just so much shit, so though. Much, I mean, you know what? So much shit. Honest to God, I'm telling you, that Radio Garden app, you're, you could find all kinds of yeah, shit. You want to know say, fucking, there, there was so much shit? Like, there's so much shit. In America, shit we're there. done. In the world. Yeah. They got they got some shit. Like if you want to go here where yeah. like they're listening to in like Madagascar, you can. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they're Move saying shut everything down. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Move it moving on. So Ace Buchanan came out with an album called 2087. Ace Buchanan, if you don't know, is a another synthwave artist. And you know, I'm actually not completely dissatisfied with the uh the synthwave albums that have come out this last week. You know, I'm hmm. like I'm real hit and miss with them. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be like cautiously optimistic, but I kind of feel like these guys. There's another band, uh, Laser Station, came out with Skies of Rust, which is another like. It kind of switches between dark synth and synthwave. Um, yeah, I it, it 
So it kind of gets a, it has kind of like a movie soundtrack feel to it. I think it's meant to be a little cinematic. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still very synthwave, fairly formulaic, yeah. but what I really liked about uh, 2087 was the bass in this. Like, I hadn't heard, yep. like, actually, I don't know if it was this or if it was that other, uh, I don't remember if it was this one or if it was that other synthwave album, the French one. But the bass in mm. one of those albums was like, you know, they had the bright sense and it sounded nice, but like, Bass is usually just kind of relegated to like heavy bass is relegated to dark synth, which also is usually in like a minor key. Um, right. So this is able to like build tension with the bass, but it still sounds like synth wave. So it's yeah. it's a little different. It's it I've, distinguishes stuff, itself a little bit uh, there, from the rest I, of the crowd. I don't like the drier synth wave where the bass is it, it exists, but more as a melody than a presence. Yeah. I like, I like, I'm with you, man. I'm like, give me the fucking hit. You yeah. know, like, I or, or give me that big, nice, soft fucking, you know, pad bass that I can just kind of sit back on like a real comfy papa's on. Like, there's just that set I like did some months ago when we were talking about the other wave. Mm. Um, it, I, the compilations that I snagged for that were like really great because it was a cool cross section of like what was going on like a few years back, kind of yeah. like out of the gate of it. And I honestly didn't hate any of the songs. Hmm. So like I didn't listen to a ton of that stuff. I'd had a, you know, some Mitch murder. I had a Carpenter brood album or two, you know, sitting around and yeah. stuff like that. And that stuff I, I really dug cause it was a little more aggressive. It was fun to drive. Like if I was like dri driving on yeah. for an hour, yeah. you know, but like um, I don't chill to that. I found out when I put those fucking synth wave like compilations on just the two of them in its own folder and just like let it hit random and stuff like that. It just it's so relaxing. I don't understand why I, I, <laughs> I'm not nostalgic for the 80s, but this is it hits all of the fucking it's like literally that's what the entire goddamn decade. Well, I, I, I get if you that. The like, 80s, I, you know, like I have no reason to be nostalgic for the 80s. I wasn't around then. Um, right yeah no you're good <laughs> yeah but uh but i do Lucky guy you missed laser tag that was it and it's still around so you're fine <laughs> yeah and i but i i do enjoy like things that have kind of like an 80s flavor sometimes i mean i it, get it sometimes i get you know, it. it's it's i don't know what like what kind of itch that scratches necessarily um but it's no, just it's, it's, it's interesting fun. to see it's fun to Fresh see what tape. cocaine produces. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. That's really what it is. Because like some of those movies in the eighties are just batshit insane. Yeah. Yep. And they don't make them like that. Like they legit don't make them like that anymore. Oh, and yeah. People who are trying to or failing go to watch get some the Italian point. horror films and then yeah. go come back to me with what cocaine produces. Oh shit! <laughs> just, just watch any any frat comedy movie from the fucking eighties. Oh Anyone. god, yeah. Ugh. And there were several. Ugh. You know. Not my favorite it's, genre. It, Although there was yeah. one frat comedy that is of our interest, which was the um, fuck HR Geiger did the cover for it, and that's really any, the only thing anybody ever remembers. But there really was a frat comedy about a bunch of frat kids going to like the no go zone of their city, which like all fucking irradiate, and a cyborg who literally hunts them down. Wait, wait, that was, is that class of nineteen ninety nine? Is no, no, or, or was it like it wasn't? That is a good one school. though. Uh, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. Uh, class of Nukem. Some I, glad some Newcomb high. Hold on, now I gotta fucking Google this. Yeah, you better find this. 
right. Well, this is this is a gap in my memory too. <laughs> yeah, because I saw all of them, dude. Like, come on, the best Walking Dead movie was like Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Like, period. Because it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the franchise or anything. And there was that crazy scene where everybody was getting electrocuted, and the Michael Jackson guy did the whole zombie dance from Thriller. <laughs> no, it wasn't Class of Newcomb High. Anyways, uh, moving on just for a second here. So, team, well, I don't think we are. <laughs> well, until, until, no, 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 I know, I know. But, uh, Team Meccano, uh, spelled M E K A N O came out with an album called McConnellworld.xyz. Um, they're another glitch artist. I, I really... Uh, I don't think I don't so. I, I found it. There's an interesting element to their music. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well, we'll come back to that. What is it? <laughs> okay. Just do it. We're dying. It was called... You need to know. It was called Future Kill. Oh, oh my God. What? Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember I that look, fucking VHS cover. I literally had to look up HR Geiger like, like movie cover. We rented it because of that cover. Everyone did. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then we got ten minutes into it and we were like, nope. Yep. And then we put in something it's else. It's literally like, it, frat boys getting murdered I've, by a cyborg. I need to watch it. Yeah, now. we're gonna have yeah. to now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to do that one. Not not next. <laughs> not That's next. Not no, absolutely next. not. I'm not prepared to do that. It looks awful. Still thinking about that. Anyway, so yeah. back to uh team uh, Sorry, Shadowling. Continue. Oh, that's all good. It's all good. Team Meccano, Meccano World XYZ dot XYZ. This is this one I, I spent a little time on this one. It's it's kind of nice because I I don't want to say they they seem juvenile, but like they this is like a glitch pop band, not like a maybe not like a glitch maybe a glitch pop band. Yes, because we I don't are know, nothing dude. if not juvenile. But yeah, no, we're totally professional <laughs> and fucking on top of our shit here at uh, Low Life Industries. Well, so uh, their their record label is called Dismiss Yourself, and one of the uh, songs on the album is called Dismiss Yourself. Uh, destroyed an entire generation. I love that. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's the whole title? Yeah. yeah. Is there a comma? No. It just says, dismiss yourself, destroyed an entire generation. Oh, oh. And quotation marks? I mean, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to parse out the, 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 the... Is it just one phrase? Like, boom. Yes. Dismiss, okay. Well, dismiss yourself is the name of the label. So they're you. just kind of digging on their own their, uh, own their own music label. It might even just be the people who made Humble this brag. album. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, like I enjoy that they're kind of like taking the piss out of out of record producers and uh, yeah. and yeah, and it's it's actually it's pretty decent glitch music too. So uh, it's I don't know. There's a, there's a sort of youth to it, like a youthful step to it, I guess. How I would like anymore. <laughs> you, what is this? And, oh no, fuck it! It's just you know fun to hear what the kids are listening to. And finally, Enrail came out. Enrail, which is spelled E N R A I L E, came out with Screen Time. It's kind of like a vaporwave ambient album. Okay. Uh, and in board games, uh, so on April first. Uh, the um, Catalyst Game Labs came out with Pseudotech Arcade Operations, which is, I mean, it's, I figure that CoinOps would probably appreciate this at least because it's uh, mechs fighting mechs in like a little arena. Um, okay. it's, it's an arcade style version of Battletech, essentially. 
Okay. Um, Ro- robot jocks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah say less. I'm here. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's print on demand, two ninety nine uh, for for a booklet. Uh, nice. Yeah, and you can get that now. And in video games this week, we have. Give me a moment. Split. Split is coming out on April sixth. This is kind of like a puzzle shooter, kind of like a um, uh, portal. Uh, takes place in a sort of like megalopolis. Um, you are able to make. So it's kind of going to be like a, a, a time puzzle thing. Um, you are able okay. to make clones of yourself and uh, you're in like some sort of, I don't know if it's a digital world or if it's like a megalopolis, but uh, I don't know. It looks, mm. it looks pretty decent. Um, it, yeah. And like, I, I'm not entirely sure what the uh, <laughs> premise is necessarily, but it, yeah, it, if you like Portal, I mean, this might be a this might be a good like jumping off point for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are all. And and finally, uh, Chinatown Detect. Oh, that's coming out on April sixth, and it's um, from it is from <sighs> it's from Garlic Jam, and it's only coming out on PC. Um, and mm. on April 7th, Chinatown Detective Agency is coming out that was uh, developed by General Inter- the General Interactive Company, um, which is a very <laughs> interesting name. But um, so, yeah, this one is like it's this one. Chinatown Detective Agency takes a lot of inspiration from uh, the Carmen Sandiego games, which yeah. I, I dig. Um, you play as a uh, a. Uh, private investigator in uh, the Chinatown section of Singapore in 2032. And you Mm -hmm. have to solve a bunch of different cases. I think that there's this sort of like overall arching story arc that's going on. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, there was that one. Yeah. And it will be out on pretty much every console except for PlayStation. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So I got one that's on PlayStation. (laughs) Might not be on anything else. Um, No, they're not. No, we've been, we've been talking about mirror's edge a lot lately and um, like what a cool fucking just how slick that shit is. But uh, there was a PSVR game that just dropped recently called uh, stride. Right. It is ostensibly like mirror's edge. Yeah. It's PSVR with a grappling hook. Yeah. So plus well, you do some you kick and grabbing hook. guns and stuff. You get a grappling hook in Mirror's Edge Catalyst too, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not super impressive. But it yeah, might also no, no. operate the way a grappling hook kind of would in real life. But anyway, uh Well, the, yeah, this this is just basically like I think it does the whole pump your arms to run mechanic yeah. um unless it does face the direction and press button to run, which I prefer anyway, because yeah, yeah. that's how that ZF game works and it's really nice. Yeah. But like uh yeah, no, this looks great. You yeah. know, you just aim your shit at a target and you kind of monkey junk through like fucking buildings yeah, and stuff. It definitely and... looks like the the natural extension or the natural conclusion of Mirror's Edge. And I, I, I gotta say, I like we we've been kind of talking about VR a little bit in the uh, Discord, and it's not the Matrix yet. No, and I don't no. want I don't fucking want it to be. And these are legit. Like the uh, the the one question that came up was uh, talking about how like can you see like through your goggles? Is there like kind of like a camera through? I think some of the newer ones are going to be doing something like that. I'm pretty sure PlayStation is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've t- they've discussed this like sort of uh, being able to not walk into your fucking wall technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah. Because like AR is a little different, you know, you're, it's just, it's, it's an overlay. Like you've seen this with Pokemon go and you know, uh, there's a few other games that'll do it, but, um, it's still like, I'm really excited about where it's going because it's, you know, it's going to get cheaper. Yeah. Over time. It's gonna get like we're just going to get, and... yeah. And there was that, there was now, a, uh, there's video. a lot of stuff. I think someone posted a video it was probably Zeta again. Um, Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, she posted that one where you can like make your own VR gloves. Where he's like, Yeah, the guys at the beginning of the video is like, I am never not aware that I am basically holding a couple of dildos in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly the experience of uh, the PSVR. Yes, I call them the lollipops because yeah. I'm trying, you know, it's a family show, but like. That's <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it has its challenges because it doesn't have any kind of like stick on it for me to aim things or, you know, move. Yeah. yeah. So like the moving mechanic has been tricky and especially in some of the earlier games, like if you don't have that stupid fucking like gun, like peripheral mm. that the Doom games are unplayable, <laughs> like they're just trash. Like and it's just because they want you to do eighth turns as opposed to smooth rotation. Like if you could just turn, it'd be great. You yeah. know, I don't you know. Can. I feel like I'm you can't like. So they don't well, allow they, you to like turn. They feel smooth. You have to like press a button. Right. It's, it's an incremental turn. Well, they they may have. That's problematic. You know, they may have fixed this. And, and well, the, the deal was before they used to do all kinds of shit. Like some of these games that came out that were kind of like graphically more intensive mm. would have this thing where you you would have this this <laughs> like a vignette would come around and mm. it would the more intense things got the the bigger it would close because the the thinking was that it was going to make you sick. And all it did was make me feel like I was passing out. <laughs> so, so I, especially they would really do it with uh, like uh, the burnout collection or I'm sorry, the wipeout collection, yeah. um, which has like three fucking burnout game or wipeout games. I keep saying burnout because I miss it. Yeah. But um, yeah, three and revenge were great. But this, this one, like it was just, you know, the, the wipeout games from last gen and the ones that were on uh, the, the PSP and shit, and they just updated everything and they slapped it all together in one nice package. Yeah. It's great. It's if you like wipeout, it was a really good, nice thing to have. And then, you know, here, here's like the gaming industry is just like PSVR comes out, you know, the gaming industry, colon blank, um, fucking what remains of like Sony interactive entertainment, whoever, like the 11 person team <laughs> who went through that entire game and made it VR compatible showed up with like a mind-blowing godlike experience for me being a fan of this franchise since it dropped yeah. like since the first one to actually sit in the cockpit for the first time at the beginning of a race and like look around and see like a little bit of wear on the inside and yeah. just you're you're hovering and you have all the safeties turned off right so like when you turn your head you're in the helmet of the pilot you're not just a camera sitting in a cockpit yeah I and did. um I hit boost and I crashed so fucking hard. Like I've never, ever played this game before. Like, like I didn't literally have hundred, like almost a year of my life. Probably if you add up all the hours, like devoted to this franchise, I it just slammed right to the fucking wall. And then I started putting some of the safeties on <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll back it off a little bit. Cause it's a little too fast. It's fucking amazing. Like there's some really cool shit that we're seeing right now. Yeah. The very edge of, and the and, mistake well, I'm glad, will be I'm, I'm really glad you know, that they're also kind of that oh sorry just finish your thought i, I shouldn't interrupt you like oh that. yeah no i mean i'm just saying like I, i'm like there, there's two paths that are gonna go you're gonna get some really fun shit um 
and, and some really like cool ideas like this. There's an actual MMO called Zenith that I talked about yeah. a couple months ago. That's just great. I need to spend more time in it. If I wasn't so just utterly fucked with the ascent, I would probably be spending a little more time in that thing. Yeah. Um, because it just gets what makes a game fun. You know, like, oh, hey, there's a bunch of people. You wave at them, you know, like you go help them out and then you take off. You never have to say a fucking word. And it's just really kind of cool. It feels like more of a lived in experience than any MMO I've ever played, even though it's in this like very kind of basic state. And it's just because the PSVR can't run it yet. You know, like it needs some more beef to it. Yeah. Next one's coming. Yeah. They're going to have something like what? Fucking 4K screens now. Because what it is is like a 720p. If I'm enjoying this as a 720p, man, I don't even know what the fuck's going to happen there. They're going to come in and it's going to be like that scene in Seven where the guy's just hooked up to a drip. <laughs> like, oh, oh, man, that's the worst part. <laughs> yeah, and like me with goggles on being like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm on a raid. <laughs> you know. You're missing a hand for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just like taped the fucking wand to my hand is like duct tape the fucking psvr <laughs> lollipop onto my arm oh my god that's what that movie would look like honestly if you put it like today oh. in like Jesus not Christ, yeah. it would <laughs> they have vr for cows it's not unrealistic no, anyway, yeah uh, oh man well, but yeah no i think i think the seen... state of vr is the damn sight better than it was in the fucking 90s so like yeah oh for sure Jesus uh Christ. I... neck injury I wasn't going to mention this because like I I thought <laughs> I thought it was releasing soon but it turns out that it's uh, it, I don't know that was a the, a bit of a false alarm but it's called 9 the splintered mind uh mm -hmm. part 1 um okay and it's a VR game you guys remember uh lofi right no it, that's like a Big that's way. like that VR uh uh cyberpunk noir game um, where you play oh, as a detective, it looks ugh, it looks like it will be incredible when it gets released. Um, yeah. I think that nine, the splintered mind, is gonna come out a little sooner. It honestly, it it honestly looks like it's taking the same premise of uh, of uh, the other one. What did I just say? Um, Lo-fi, uh, and just goes with it. It it looks like it has a slightly lower production value, but. My point is, like... It's called lo-fi. Well, yeah. It, well, no, I, I'm talking about Nine, the Splintered Mind. Oh, oh um, okay. Because so lo-fi lo lo looks gorgeous. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, but And this this also looks very good, but it looks a little bit more basic. It looks like maybe Xbox... Well, maybe like PS4 graphics, and then lo-fi right. look, looks like it's going to be just insane. Um, like crispy, right. Yes. Uh, but... So nine, but I, I really enjoy this because it looks like just a plain adventure game. Like you're walking around and trying to solve a mystery. Um, that sounds and that's, good. Yeah, and we haven't really seen that in VR games so far. It's all just been kind of like action and shooting galleries and mm -hmm. games yeah. so far. So no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing games that have this sort of fleshed out gameplay and storytelling techniques. Oh, bud there is a skyrim vr yeah and yeah, that's um true. it's a problem like it, when i get <laughs> what look when i get it because it's it's actually like uglier than ps4 sure. yeah. you know because it has to downgrade stuff and yeah. stuff doesn't render as far off into the distance but you know when you're up in the mountains and it's really snowing real bad you crack the window on a nice like march evening <laughs> your knees get a little fucking cold nips poke out and 
you start looking at a thing and then pulling a trigger and shooting an arrow at that thing. And it becomes wonderful. Like it's just, <laughs> and it's just the ease of movement. Now I'm Listen, at a point. In it, there is a reason why I have never picked up Skyrim because I know that if I got into it, no. I would be, Oh dude, without I, I would mods, be dead right now, probably. Yeah. W- without mods, it's just a giant playground. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you just level up to a certain point and then you just walk around fucking shit up. Yeah. Like, just never do the main story. You know what I mean? Be, be, a, be a vampire, be a thief, be a werewolf. It gives a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's great. Yep. And, and what I, here's the problem, though, is like whenever I spawn in now, because I, I had to do something and I happen to fall off a cliff that I can't safely jump off of, nor can I climb up while a dragon is attacking. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I put the goggles on and I fucking, it reses up, I just see this like dragon like flying at me. <laughs> Like, God damn it. I wish he just killed me. You know? like, but he, he's not like he's not strong enough, but he's like too fucking fast for the arrows. Like, I can't I don't I get like one arrow on him when he's flying close enough. And it's like, oh, fuck, this is going to take forever. And I'm just like, I'm not doing this today. Yeah, that's one of the drawbacks. Of it. It's wonderful. though. It's good shit. Like there is some cool giant open worldy shit coming. That's going to be like really interesting and fun. And yeah. um, I, ha- I hate to break it to Zuck, but he's not going to be the one to bring it to him. No, <laughs> no, he's I guess he's the I one guess we who, should. He wants to bring you that fucking VR office in Possessor. That's what he That's wants. exactly what it is. That yeah. You can put your digital. 100%. That you can put That's your, it. your NFT action figures on. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Other it's like that. Uh, right right models. before we, we started, I, I just found this fucking article where uh, the founder of uh, Second Life was like talking some fucking mad shade. Yeah. yeah. And he's right. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, we already have the metaverse. It's called Discord. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really good. Like the yeah. art, I yeah. recommend the art. That He's art. like, oh, if you want a metaverse for kids, you got Roblox, you got fucking Minecraft. He's yeah. like, the shit's here. And yeah. It works. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They also talk about the big problem that Meta has. They just what Meta wants. Why to, do you want to add a layer to, to yeah. an undesirable action to begin mm-hmm. with? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? That's the problem. Dissociation. How I the guess? fuck are you going to type in the metaverse unless you know how to type? <laughs> Um, like without like no look without, without like, yeah exactly yeah Which, um, oh, I can't even do still, to this day as an adult yeah uh god and yeah uh, what what Facebook wants to do is because I, I refuse to call them meta um Facebook just wants Good, to thanks. centralize they just want to centralize VR and like that's never really been a good thing it just serves capitalism yeah that's all centralization does well no it's it's worse than that because there's already centralized vr minecraft second life etc you know what i mean like that that's a place you go to that is a place out in that place well that what i'm saying is that is is a place to go to that's a place they want they what these idiots want to do is take all of that Mm -hmm. and then put your job in there god yeah i couldn't imagine are you doing fucking much. kidding me listen i play video games <laughs> i play video games to have fun okay look i don't need I don't... even even with all the advertising in second life it was actually really cool fun diy homebrew bullshit it was interesting. and it was it like was, hilarious it was madness, yeah. but it was fun this like I the welcome to is insane manhattan for, chase for second you know life. stadium i don't need to welcome get yelled to i don't need to get yelled Walmart. at digitally by an old italian man i already have that at work did you see the walmart demo <laughs> No, there was a Where Walmart demo. 
there was God. a there was a Walmart and uh, fucking <laughs> Facebook VR demo oh, that where this woman actually drops a carton of juice because that's how you have to shop in there. You actually have to fucking go oh through aisles. God. Oh God! Why Fly. would I ever Ugh. want to leave a flat screen with a you know thumb scrolling <laughs> mouse where I could just be like clickety click? Guess what? Eggs are on the fucking yeah, I was way. Say there was yeah. a... I don't have to goddamn put a rig on <laughs> and earbuds in. There was a you're just getting my you're peripherals. You Are you fucking kidding God. me? Like VR is a fun <sighs> thing, yeah. and they are doing literally everything in their power to just shit on oh, it. Yeah. Like, no, we can make we can. All I know how to do is make. Listen, Zuck, you had one idea, and it was like, I want to rank girls on the internet. That's <laughs> the only fucking idea you've ever had. All you've done since then is just make money and just oh, fucking God. buy out competitors and nuke them. Yep. I miss MySpace Tom. I hope he didn't turn into an asshole. I like the fact that I never see this motherfucker anywhere. It's yeah. great. Makes me happy. You oh, know, this dude, fuck. this fucker, he's slowly just, he's turning into H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Little like bit, physic, yeah. Actually, his face. you know what? He does have that Easter Island kind of head. You're right. <laughs> he actually really does have that weird like monolithic feet like, like even soulless down head. even down I saw to a like meme about that fuck. like a few weeks ago i haven't stopped thinking about it every time i see him now i just be like what's your cat named zuck in the middle like, what'd you name your cat you know well i mean okay i was gonna be like uh, yeah, don't I look up hp uh, lovecraft's cat it's yeah just, yeah. It's bad news. It's the N word. It's the N word. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saving you the look. It's yeah, bad. it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah, even oh. like down to his little scowl, HP Love, it, it like just. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Like he has to think about closing his mouth. Like it, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Not to dunk on a dude's, like, you can't help how you look. But I mean, it's just I, the but photographs also, you know, right like, next to each other. And yeah. it was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I, <laughs> what are. Like, I. I look almost exactly like an uncle of mine and it freaks me the fuck out, yep. you know? And it's, it's, it, I mean, it's crazy. Like when I look at young pictures of him, like the same age as me and it's just like, God damn it. We were both like big headed weirdos. Like <laughs> fucking weird. You know? Yeah. I guess we grew into it. I don't know. God damn. I'm looking at these pictures right now. It just, it's uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> More proof that Mark Zuckerberg is a li lizard person. And has been artificially extending his life. I, he may I mean, with enough money, like you it. too can get injected with like children's blood. Yep. Uh, I don't know. So, what, what do you want to do next? Like, what do we got up here? Uh, what's, what's going on? Uh, do you want me well, to just I'm talk done. about how I, I literally can't stop playing the the uh, the ascent? I literally have a hard time <laughs> with it. Um, because it's look, this game it's a great is game. Huge, I told you, and I like I was not aware of like how much it opened up. Also, the weapons are comically fucking wonderful. Yeah, like Jesus no. Christ, I got a I had a, I had this great rocket launcher that I was talking about last time. I really liked it a lot. It was great because it did a ton of damage, and I kept upgrading it, and it's really fun. And then I found one that holds twenty fucking rockets, yep. and it could just pow 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 pow. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, is you this find game? the one it's that like, holds thirty. <laughs> I just keep upgrading this one. I mean, that that's the joy of it. Like it's, I mean, there's there's so much shit. Yeah, I didn't, like, I, I I didn't adequately full chrome fucking yeah. out outfit. I look dope. You know? Yeah, I didn't like, adequately it's... describe this game to you guys when I when I was. No, playing you can't because like it's... there's no. You have to play. You have to experience it. Yeah, you have to experience mm -hmm. it. So like I love yeah, it. It's it's like, I'll it's get like there it's eventually. A, oh god, you're it's really it. it's like it's like it's like being like a fucking it's like 
it's very Diablo with, but better. Yeah. Like I really enjoy this more than I like Diablo and yeah. I have fun playing Diablo, you know, like I did, you know, I haven't played it in a while, but like this has just got that. Even back in the day, there was, those uh, the, like, uh, Oh God, what the fuck were they called? They were kind of like top down scrolling, uh, uh, D and D games, mm-hmm. like PS2 oh, era. Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Those were fucking fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, this feels like an extension of that with like the level of immersion. Yeah. Just yeah, all of the sound and the motion and stuff like that. The way everything kind of Everything's fits alive. together. And the yeah. goddamn chunk, chunkiness of the weapons, man. Some of the shit you fucking end up unlocking. How many Baldur's. glitches have you run into yet? Well, it, this is my favorite thing about the glitches here. These glitches wreck your PlayStation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because... I, well, you know, I, I like to do that brain game breaking stuff, too, because this this is a, it's a little glitchy, but it's, a, it's an indie, you know, and everything else works so fucking well and it's so engaging. Like, I don't care. Like, if it but do you I have just characters it. doing T poses all the time or cars nope. flying out of nowhere? Nope. OK, no, nah, it's okay, incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know what it takes to crash the game? I, I do this thing where, like, I'll just taunt an enemy. And then I'll just run through a larger group of enemies until they all start fucking like Pied Piper in behind me. And then I just murder them. Like there's this one power you have where it, when the person near like dies, they inflate and explode into a giant fucking bloodbath of like limbs. But then that does a ton of damage to everything around them. And if you get a whole group of them together, like say 30, 35 of them, (laughs) and you set this off and kill one, your PlayStation shuts. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. Because you you get the first couple of frames of the rest of them starting to inflate before it dies, and you're just like, I am become death. You know, like it's just... <laughs> but like, oh, oh it's so it's solid. It's so fucking solid. Like it, what a what a great everything. Yeah, it was, the music. It's a really great game, oh. especially because when you got into it, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna reinstall and start a new game plus because that's a thing now that you know, because I got it real early. And yeah. I'm mm, playing mm-hmm. it. There's like voice actors in the game that were not there before. <laughs> like oh, there's yeah. so many things that were not in this game when I first played it as soon as it came out. See, I, it's I didn't really. I just knew you said it was really cool. It was. And then like now it's apparently incredible. it it's gotten the uh, Disco Elysium. Up yeah, there. like they really added, added all sorts of stuff to shit. it. Like, yeah, extra voices. Uh, I think they had a new weapons. It just feels better. Like the transmog system oh, some of the, wasn't I'm there before. You, I can't even tell you how fucking stupid some of these weapons are. Yeah, just some of the weapons like, are ridiculous. <laughs> it's what you want. You know what I mean? Like th- this is leaning into like it's very trope heavy. Um yeah. But not in a way that you in think. the best possible yeah, way. Like, no, yeah, way it's, it's like think. in the best possible yeah, way. Yeah. It knows what it's doing. Yeah. Like the first mission, I got a I I live streamed I don't know a few days ago. I did a like last Thursday, I think. I did about an hour and 45 minutes of it. Like from the beginning. I, I just randomly created a character, ran with it. And mm-hmm. um I get to this uh like once you once you kind of get into the first little town like hub area yeah. like i'm going up the steps and there's this character i just think of as fucked up yoda and i just like always talk to fucked up yoda every time i walk by him <laughs> even if he has something for me or not and uh he, well he does at the very beginning and i knew this because i have a character that's further along right and I, so i go up and i was like hey yeah like this will be fun for the stream he's like yeah hey i'm making this like weird supplement that'll make you you know hard yeah and <laughs> what's really funny is that my character was female at the time so like you know <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe I guess I guess that's what I want. Sure, why not? But uh, 
I think he actually has a comment to that effect about it. But like, regardless, the job is to go back and get the ferals and kill them and take their testicles. <laughs> and, and, and but the mission is literally called Balls Deep. <laughs> yes, God. it's smart. Like it's got wit, man. It's got just this yeah. like eh, wit, this really fun wit to it. Yeah, like there's that. this one character too that you meet really early in the game. It's like she's like just super corporate. Uh, she she really likes uh, the Ascent group. And then, like, sh- you got to fight her later. And I've never been happier to kill a character. <laughs> like, yeah. It's only because she has these two or three lines, like, before the fights. There's this whole cutscene where the fight starts, and she's just, it's like. They're a cult. They're basically a cult. To- oh, yeah. It, like, what she says got under my skin. Yeah. Like, I literally was like, what the fuck you? No. And I, I died twice. Like, it, it took me. I was like, all right, let me go back in and re-fucking set the. All right, now we're going to throw a turret down and see how you like that shit. I'm going to go <laughs> hack this thing over here. Now I'm going to fucking just all the rockets. And, you know, it was it was a tough fight. It takes a minute. Oh, I don't yeah. even know if I've beaten it yet. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I, at the last second, I had, like, fucking three health left. But, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's a really great, well-realized piece of, like, cyberpunk fucking video it's gaming. Great. Like, if you, if you haven't picked it That has a lot. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's very good. On yeah. the other hand... Um, I picked up Necromanda Hired Gun. It's a good game. They just didn't patch it for right. console. Here's here's yeah. what we're gonna. No, I don't even think it's that. I th- I just think it's. I hate. I, I said this in a in a in a message thread to you guys about how like Warhammer is literally like 40k specifically, especially is like one of the only IPs I've ever seen that is like in its own way. Because they just, I can only think of like two warhammer games that i've ever really liked like video game wise yeah. and there's a couple with some potential like the the one that was like vermintide was vermintide really cool. yeah mm-hmm. well vermintide vermintide 2 is cool but they, they had another one that was like a, a four-person squad of like mechanicus Adeptus, or oh i know it yeah, yeah, yeah. starts or whatever i can't like remember. On that one yeah. it was it was beautiful mm-hmm. like massive and just great scale and stuff like that but nobody fucking played it and the people that did play it online were dicks so i was like well i'm out um but like, I really liked Inquisitor uh, yeah. a lot, and I really like Space Marine yeah. a lot. So it's like I know it's possible yeah. to make a fun game. The turn-based ones are just too slow for me. I was just like, oh. yeah, yeah. And I never, I couldn't afford the tabletop, so I'm not. Yeah. See, that's the other thing that gets in their way. It's just how fucking expensive. Like, it's just haltingly expensive to really like get the fuck into it, unless like you just forego family and <laughs> dreams. And well, you just have to cheat. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, you get somebody to three D print them probably yeah, if they ever get their bug out of their ass with that. But like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just like, I, it, it's astonishing to me. Like when I started playing the game in the very beginning, you get to the end of this certain spot, and there's just this enemy sitting at like these these little doors, like uh, uh, like navy you know ship doors that open up on the side, just like two of them, right? And I kill the one person that's in the one, but the other one's just standing there taking hits, not reacting at all. And the game won't advance until that person's dead and my dog's attacking it and I'm shooting it and throwing grenades at it and nothing is happening. <laughs> yeah. It is 12 yeah. minutes into the beginning. Uh, that bug. That's a little broken. So I was, I was pissed. I sent a really angry fucking message to these guys. Yeah. And then like, I went back and I played it a little bit further and it's just, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful fucking game and it's like a really go- cool idea and it feels okay to play until you get to just how un like it you it's the frame rate is yeah they didn't garbage. Yeah, not optimized. They didn't optimize it, it for console. It is not optimized like, for console. I never had a problem with it on PC. That's the They're thing. okay yeah. with selling it on console but just not fucking maintaining yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And that's 
and it's not a console versus PC thing. It's just like don't release a broken product. You that's, piece just, of shit. that's just that's bad business. Yeah. Like it is. Well, they want to optimize their uh, income but, by putting you know, it on multiple platforms. You're too big to fail. Yeah, I yeah. want to love you, Warhammer 40k. But but I'm, what's gonna I happen? Wanna, what's gonna happen is the next gonna keep uh, the next game. This. Uh, this developer drops, you know, nobody's going to buy it because I mean, this is for be like, this is what was their name? Who was it again? Who developed this? Well, it was just, it was distributed by focus. That's, yeah. That tells you a lot already. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, focus is solid. Focus like, they games. have a lot of really, really great games, yeah. man. Like I, I, I love yeah. their games. I've, they're, they're very indie, but like they're very unpolished. There's a reason why the term Euro jank exists. Yeah. You know? and, it's, <laughs> and again, I don't, I don't mind it because usually the game is really well crafted. Like I, I need to get through Greedfall because it's just weird. It's a very weird game that was starting to take a weird turn that I was like, oh, OK, yeah. you seem to be aware of what the fuck this is. OK, cool, cool. But like, I, you know, again, I, I just. Yeah, I play games to chill at this age. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there was a time where I would break a fucking controller playing Street Fighter. And now I'm just like, I don't have the reaction time or the patience. I'm I can see my death on the horizon. I am fucking not wasting any of these remaining moments i have so, so you're gonna play Elden Ring, something yeah. <laughs> do it uh, somebody did this awesome mashup of uh elden ring and gran turismo 7 where it was just instead of elden ring it said nurburgring and it was just the outline of the nurburgring in gold with like the dude the knight kneeling beneath it and anybody who knows anything about racing <laughs> yeah yeah that's accurate that's a good mashup actually <laughs> Nurburgring is the uh, the boss level of racing. <laughs> it's just of like pure on the planet, on the planet. Yeah. Like it's just good. Did luck. you show me that? Uh, like you showed us that, right? Like a map of what the fuck that it's looks like. like. F- and it, like it, it's like a fourteen. No, like a twenty mile. I don't it's know. Just how all long turns. It it's fucking in woods. It's all turns in mud, except for this one, like two miles straight away, where you can just go fucking flat out. Yeah, but like everything else is everything that you've ever had to need to know ever about driving and racing is like this is the checklist you know good it luck looks dangerous here's a weird little fucking yeah you could hire people to take you a lap at the end looks dangerous like i love european racing and the fact that like no we're, we're just not going to go around in circles like nascar we're actually going to put our drivers in physical danger see that's see i want to take low grade mushrooms and hire a dude racing that i would watch honestly yeah european racing I, I, is just i understand i understand that uh that nascar does take skill but it's so sure, yeah. fucking boring like, you you do not watch cars uh, go take left turns all day. You watch cars crash. Like that's why you watch NASCAR. And it sucks. Yeah. Crash but it's or like, as fuck. Yeah, crash or yeah. you know get really close to it. Well, that's why people watch European racing. But the thing is, with European racing is the ra- the tracks are like designed to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no. And there's there's like all kind. Of, I mean, racing in general is just like super fucking elitist, yeah, and it's it a problem. <laughs> yeah. You it know, sucks. especially because I really appreciate like formula one as a concept but i do not follow it because there's only like what 12 15 20 teams yeah you could become a racer just like, by like having a rich dad and you wanted to race and you don't oh, know it's how worse. to race no at all. no no this this is this it's literally the board billionaires oh, okay. like it's fucked up yeah it's way worse like there's i'd love to do a deep dive into it if i had any fuck i think uh uh well there's your problem did a deep dive into it on one of their patreon episodes yeah. it was like it just withered my soul because I already knew some shit was fucked up and haven't really been following it that much. But when you get down to like, you take all that away, the actual mechanical abstract, like what the physics that have gone into it over the course of like the years is just insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would recommend the the movie Senna. 
the documentary about the writer Artem Senna, who is j- just was like a fucking he was like Jimi Hendrix of the F1 racing. Hmm. Like he was just improv. This motherfucker. If he, he was like one of those dudes like like Schumacher, where he was like, yeah, if all four tires are making contact, you're doing wrong. <laughs> like he, he, what are the limits of the machine? What can I do to the machine? Yeah. yeah. I, fuck. That, that might be a good fucking movie for us to like do someday yeah um just because it's it's very interesting to know that like it's moments like that that give you the perspective of like you know people think that they can tame things that don't care about you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and especially like cars don't care about you you build them to protect you and to like move you around and then when you start taking that to the ridiculous degree that you see in all sorts of racing you know, it's it's fun because fast is fun and it's exciting. It's exhilarating because at any moment you could be chunky marinara. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really crazy. Like every safety feature that has gone into racing over the course of 50 some odd years. You know, NASCAR has a very like interesting fucking background in that it came from bootlegging. Mm-hmm. You know, like these dudes made stock cars where they would just like hollow out their fucking cars loaded with liquor during prohibition and fucking outrun cops with that shit. And that was how it started. That was wow. the stock car. Huh. You know, and it's it's interesting. Yeah, Let's oh yeah, yeah. To that. but what what this is now is like uh, all right. You know, I don't like having a limiter on a car. I think I don't know. For me, a race is just like okay, you have all these different cars. Let's see which one is fastest this year. I don't really give a shit about anything else. Yeah. If the second they limit all of the cars, that's when you start getting to okay, the more who's the, best the more racer? rules a any sort of sport has. The oh no, no. What I'm is, saying is I it's think. it's it's different because now it's like, who's the best racer. And then like, but the other part of it is, is if your grid's too long, dudes at the back ain't going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just never going to happen if they're all going the same speed, unless something like catastrophic happens in front of you, you know? And it's, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. There's something to it. I wish they all started in a straight line, like, like dirt bikes, you know, like 16 of them next to each other. And then they all had to fucking merge. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that would be dangerous. Anyway, so going on, well, how did we get? There? I don't know where oh, how I, we got there. Got yeah, uh, Necromunda and then racing. Somehow. Oh no, but, that's right. It was Nurburgring. I remember. Oh, yeah, right, right, so right. Nurburgring boss fight. Anyway, moving I, on. I wanted to say uh, maybe just to cap off this episode. <laughs> like I, I just, I just watched a playthrough of uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, and you know what? Ooh. I'm actually not like I'm warming up to the idea of a Metal Gear Solid movie with Oscar Isaac, honestly. I think, I, you sure. know, yeah, that'd be fine. If they get Kojima involved, it need it needs to have Kojima Yeah, I was going to say, as long as Konami's, like, not yeah. involved or, like, yeah, involved. Yeah, and as long as, as Konami is not involved. But, yeah, yeah, because, man, I mean, if you want to see something very prescient, this game was made in 2001. Look up, mm-hmm. G, look up Metal Gear Solid 2 GW speech, because that's... That predicted the uh, the whole the fake news epidemic that we're in right now, and it's just mm-hmm. man, it is uh, the Metal Gear games have been doing shit that no one else had even thought of for for Go, years. Dude. Kojima, oh, man, he is a that dude. He was, is a mad genius, is what he is. He was so into the things he's into. Yes, that it's like. Really, it comes through in his games because they're just so over fucking stuff. Yeah. Like you'll never see it all. Yeah, man, you'll never see it. Like one of my favorite stories about this fucking dude. I mean, he puts everything into his games. Like he gets an idea and he just runs yeah. with it. 
you know, and um, one of my favorite things is like when you're playing Death Stranding at one point, you know, this beautiful music comes up from uh, what were they called? Low, low Roar? Yeah, Low Roar. Mm-hmm. And there, I read this interview like right around the time of Game Drop where he, he was just like, yeah, I heard him in a cab in Finland. <laughs> and so I, I fucking bought like eight of their game, licensed eight of their songs to put in the fucking <laughs> 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 That's what's up, well, that's man. What he does. Like he's a person yeah. who's very pre- he's very present. Well, that's why how everybody aware. Like, how really that's how everybody in that game is like in that game is because he's like, well, what if I just ask? <laughs> is yeah. literally what it comes down oh. to. <laughs> the the Bring Me the Horizon uh, guy, uh, Ollie, had there was this interview with him and he said that they fucking like wrote and recorded that song in a hotel room one night, like right before it was due because they had procrastinated. Oh. Nice. <laughs> And that song slaps. It's yeah. really good. It's actually the song that got me. I didn't even know who the fuck they were before I heard that song. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> like <laughs> went and started looking into it. I'm like, I don't hate it. All right. All right. Yeah. Good shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's incredible what you can but, uh, do when you just like <laughs> you're into something or what's some, the work of somebody. Conan O'Brien is in death. Yeah. Stranded. I was going to say Conan O'Brien. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, you can just ask people. What else do you need? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're ever like hesitant to do a collaboration or like work with somebody on something, just ask. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Unless you're Elon and, and, Musk. You know what? You're going to learn don't one, ask, one of two things. You're going to get, you're going to get one of two responses. You're going to get like, like a cool, no, I'm busy. You're going to get a, no, that comes across in such a way that you no longer have to be a fan of that motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> like, and it frees up space. So, you know, you just keep moving on. Or they're going to say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's the positive. Yeah. But just, yeah. just to get you used to that. You'll, you'll always be surprised at who you can get to, like, hang out with and do stuff with. You know, yeah. It's yeah. Fucking bonkers. Just be cool. Like, that's it. Yeah. Speaking of hanging out and doing stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, plugs. 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 What this episode isn't over? It's not over. No, well, I thought we oh, were gonna. No. I thought we were gonna uh, split it up into another one. Oh no, 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 my, we don't have a sweet, sweet man. Oh, like, okay. It's... okay. You well, thought you were getting off the hook? Well, you were I get guess... a piss break. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Well, no, no, no. We're in the chair now, uh, bud. You gotta... Speaking of Elon and uh... oh wait, no, we're saving that. We're saving oh, that. Okay, we're saving okay. That. We're saving. We're doing that. great. <laughs> what we're doing next is. Uh, we're doing scum. Scum's up. Oh, next. am I? Okay. Because we're, we're, yeah, yeah. Get your shit together. I'm son. so sweaty. Gotta, All right. Wow. So it's like forty degrees out here. Where are you're not that far north, man? What the my fuck room is going on? It's like there? a small oven just filled with books. And do you have a magma flow directly under your room? I mean, it, there has to be something like that. Oh, I don't know Christ. what it is. Well, no. Oh, you know what it is? I know what it is. Scum. You probably did some satanic ritual wrong. And now you're just going to have that room be hot as hell forever. I, mean, yeah, yeah, I got some books, let me tell you. Uh, you didn't scrub all the salt no. out or whatever that your shit is. Oh, God, know. there's so much salt on this rug. <laughs> oh, man. And the potato, you know, the salt from the potato chips. Just a whole ring of salt all the way around. My yeah, that's room. how I have to record. I just like put a salt circle around my office chair. Oh, fuck. What was that movie? Hang on. A Dark Song. A Dark Song is so good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's how God, that would dude. actually be in real life. I need to watch that again because I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I love if that you, so if, fucking much. If you want to see much. what a cult ritual would actually look like, if any of that like actually manifested in real life, go watch a dark song. Oh, yeah. 
That's what that's like. It's up there with like session nine for yeah. films that got things you didn't expect to get right, right? Because they're a Bateman like thing. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> like they did everything. They taped off the room, all that shit. I was sitting there going like, you know what? That's why I like the machinist so much. I'm like, yep, we do that. Yep. We do not do that. That is a thing we do not do. You know, like it was, I love movies that get it right. Anyway. anyway uh, so. R- ruin our day. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know what's, you guys know what food deserts are? Oh, yeah. I know what food desserts are. Uh, it's the opposite of that. Oh. Waka. Okay. Waka. <laughs> <laughs> so food deserts are areas where residents have few to no convenient options for securing affordable and healthy food. Healthy food being mm. fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I, I kind of fell down this hole for this when I was, I didn't know what the fuck to, to talk about. I like it all. And I don't know how I ended up mm-hmm. on like a food news site and not like a site about food. It's about the economy and business of food and how right. it affects us. Yeah. So this is a wonderful site called thecounter.org, which I highly recommend. That kind of sent me down this rabbit hole of that really made me start thinking about the politics and the economy of food itself and how we get it and the industry behind it. And so that led me down an even deeper hole of the CUNY Urban Food Policy Institute. Now, what I'm going to be talking about is going to be a, it's going to be very East Coast focused. But I know for a fact this mm-hmm. applies to pretty much everywhere. Like, for example, Chicago is nothing but food deserts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. I lived there, I found out Trenton. So well, urban areas essentially would be probably... Food it tends deserts. to, but not necessarily, because every state, not necessarily, every state the, yeah. Like if you state has in, food uh, if you live in like Montana, I'm sure, because they don't have, uh, they don't. I've been there once. I, I haven't seen. Is, a, anywhere. I didn't see a this whole is lot of a much land. broader problem. This is literally every state yeah. in the United States. There, New Jersey has 50 food deserts. Yeah, Damn. which is not Gary, Indiana, probably has like 17. Yeah, because I found that like, well, let's get into it. So this sent me down the hole of like, you know, gentrification and food deserts are a vicious circle. You know, it's it's like yeah. a pro, it's like a circle yeah. that just can't solve itself. It's largely due to racism, classism, high crime rates due to poverty and over policing and uh, just good old fashioned capitalism. Like yeah. major food chains don't open in predominantly poor neighborhoods and cities, for example, like Trenton. Is, has, is a city in New Jersey. It's not a big city. It has a population of 85,000. But there are only three grocery stores for the entire city. And the majority of the population doesn't live within half a mile of them. Mm-hmm. So literally an entire city. Like there's only three grocery stores in a population of 85,000. That yeah, right. most of those people are probably living off of like bodegas and like gas stations. Which is literally. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I lived in one like in Indiana mm-hmm. for sure. Because, like, you know, when I lived in Chicago, I could, uh, well, when I was in the apartment, it was kind of a pain in the ass to get food mm-hmm. and, like, groceries and shit. Like, basically, I would have to get them at Roosevelt and then just take the orange line all the way to where my brother's apartment was. Yeah. But then, like, uh, but Indiana? Fuck, dude. I was, I was like, six miles outside of town. Yeah. Like, pizza would come cold. Yeah. You just knew yeah, that. Yeah, that's a food. Yeah. That you know what I mean? If like, you couldn't go to, like, if you just... Could not conveniently go to like a grocery store. The grocery store is just anywhere. They consider like a place isn't considered a food desert if it has access to healthy things. So like 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 yeah. fruit and veggies, basically not frozen ones, but literally fresh produce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of that is like you're basically going to like a grocery, like a gas station. 
You're going to 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven, yeah, you know. Yeah. You're getting some fucking roller meats. Mm. It's it's like that. Mm. So it, it it how is this a vicious circle, right? Between 1970 and 1988, Manhattan and Brooklyn lost half of its largest grocery stores. As investments began in redevelopment, largely kicking out poor people and people of color, the powers that be noticed that the success of residential projects depended on the the presence of supermarkets to attract middle class and wealthy residents. Because, you know, nobody wants to live move somewhere where you can't get food. Because, you know... Yeah, but it... Uh, yeah, I know, This all right? really just ties back into the, like, our supply chain problem. I mean... Oh, it's, like, deeper than that. This, it's so fucking... Oh, it goes beyond You know what that. would solve this? Urban gardening. Not urban even. Urban farming. Oh, 100%. It, it, yes. Yeah. But also, you have to think about, are those urban gardens going to be, like... Are they going to be guerrilla movements where anybody could use them? Or are they going to be the kind of thing you have to pay for that some people simply can't? Yeah. Well, there's there's like uh, next like few neighborhoods over, you mm. know, there there's this uh, on the way, like basically to go to Sherlington from here. There's this one really long stretch of road mm -hmm. where they have one. I mean, where it's like a mile long and every so often, like whenever you go out, like whenever you drive by there, you know, during the day, there's somebody out there tending some part of it. Yeah. And like, that's slightly like lower income housing, but this is Arlington we're talking about. So them shits ain't cheap. No. You know what I mean? And it's, it's really cool that they have this like right by the DMV and stuff. And it's, that's one thing. We really don't have people like doing it in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I think it should be a common thing. And uh, Monsanto needs to just disappear. Yeah. yeah. Like, but we need to take our devil strips at the fucking like curb of our house. Yeah. Just turn that into fucking tomatoes. And homeboy needs a tomato. You can grab one because he's a right. It's a thing, though. It, my, yours yeah. are right. I'll come up and get you. There's a lot of things. The, the main focus of this largely is just p places that are just, you know, not Arlington places that are like very impoverished. Oh, 100 you know? percent. No, this is this goes fucking this goes back. Oz, OK, yeah. this is Oz. Whenever yeah. I talk about living here, this is nothing like. The yeah. Like, yeah. Because this goes back I to kind of something you were saying. Uh, is like this this goes like beyond back this go this is a problem before even like the idea of supply chains was even like talked about this is like back in like urban redevelopment after the second world war which largely involved just bulldozing black neighborhoods <laughs> yeah and setting up like gr the grid system and setting up all of these or like basically racist zoning policies <laughs> like zoning has we need to we need to put a fucking uh, highway right here right yes. now which Ugh. Which also added on to the food desert because you can't exactly like put a supermarket on like on a highway, but directly under a fucking freeway, exactly. right? So yeah. you put a so you put a supermarket down, usually with a butcher, baker, and florist. And residential prices will magically go up, which mm. is a problem <laughs> for yeah. everybody who were, who was originally who was originally living there. And this is where it kind of yeah. hey, we need this thing to solve this thing. We need to price you out of the thing that was going That's to help. Why it's a vicious circle. Yeah. It's so oh, fucked man. up. Yeah, because it, it, yeah, we're gonna get into the concept of food mirages in a second, because it goes from a desert to a mirage. <laughs> so this is called the whole food effect. Uh huh. Yep. It's, that sounds it, about right. Yeah. So like a study by uh, Zillow, like you know, you look for apartments on Zillow. Yeah. A study. Oh, Zillow that buys up an entire neighborhood for like say five hundred thousand yep. dollars a home, but they buy that last home for like an yep. extra. 70,000 so it causes the prices of all those other homes to go up so they make an immediate like 
Yeah, what do they have to say? They did a study that typical homes, of course uh-huh. they would know this, that typical homes <laughs> near Whole Foods or uh, Trader Joe's cost more and appreciates twice as much in the, uh, than, the, than oh, the median U.S. home. Cool. To, to, get, to describe again how much like Oz this is, not like right right up near like where like, Iota used mm-hmm. to be, there's a fucking Trader Joe's cool. and a Whole Foods within blocks yep. of each other. There's a reason for that. Those, those apartments are stupid. Yeah. Like, the rent there is fucking... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Quote, in this cycle of food gentrification and, and housing... I can't understand my own goddamn handwriting. In this cycle of food gentrification and housing, uh, difficulties are intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Because, again, there's like, you need the thing to solve the hunger problem, but then when you put the thing down, suddenly it becomes a lot more expensive to live there. Because then... I just wonder if anyone's ever going to have the perception... That, like, I don't know, maybe you deserve to eat and live in a place. Yeah. Well, here's the... Like, just for being a person? Yeah, just I don't for, know. It's know, fucking weird. Yeah, being it, brought into this world and not even asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we didn't ask to get born. Yeah. So, like, and it sucks. It sucks for everybody. So, to make it suck less, we're going to try to... It's like, why the fuck even have Boy Scouts? Like, the whole point Wait, of that thing was, <laughs> like... No, no. What there was this thing where like, like almost all of these fucking like meatheads out in the world and shit who were like just like Herbert America, we're gonna drive in a circle around DC. Probably were Boy Scouts at some point in their life. And the one fucking big rule was like you leave a place better than you found it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that just got lost. No, no, no. In, this is like America. the knife know. merit badges yeah, and no. fucking high powered no, rifles. No, no, no. Like I, yeah. this is America. We don't do it, that. That's which is fun. This yeah. like keep going. Yeah. Like capitalism isn't even a fucking political anything. Like you know what I mean? It's just this mechanism. It is. It is literally like, the retain, lowest common denominator. Is what it is. Yeah. Well, it, it is yeah. base humanity's base instincts. Just well, cheapens, I guess if you inherit a shit ton of money, you really don't understand what like a struggle. Well, you know, it, yeah. It, it, weirdly, you guys. So you're not gonna have that perspective. Well, it, yeah, because you guys are kind of nailing on the head. Because my next segment is literally about foodie culture and how that is an uh, instrument of gentrification. So foodie culture itself is a thing of gentrification because it, it the newcomers reject the food of an existing community, right? Okay, well, let me ask you this. If the neighborhood is already doomed, like, say, Georgetown, and it has a bunch of foodie restaurants in it, am, is it, am I an asshole? Back to that segment. <laughs> am I an asshole for going up there and having a really good meal? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Like I said, this is a ver- this ver- I already don't like that neighborhood because it's already just it's Georgetown. They don't yeah. even have a metro sure. stop because of how fucking racist it is. Oh, yeah. But I do like this one particular chef and this dude's going to whip out his like best shit. And I'm going to have a thing that's might be a pasta, might be a squid tentacle. I don't fucking know. It's really good, though. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's really tasty. I assume I'm thinking you know, uh, we're talking about a complex of issue yeah. of like people gotcha. of color who are living there, like any like mm. people who may not or might not just arrived to America recently or just predominantly black mm-hmm. people or just like parts of the city that have historically been people of color, but white people are moving in with their cafes and shit. And, oh, yeah. Where was that in Chicago that we, all, we were all like talking everywhere. about back in the day? Like most of Chicago. Well, like it's like everywhere. Like, it was like everywhere. But there was one that, that was like in the process of it. Like, oh, while God. We there was, was it Lincoln? It Park? was Lincoln Park. It was... <laughs> Fuck, it was like it was predominantly there was one neighborhood that was predominantly white working poor because Chicago was history of that that was mm-hmm. getting gentrified the fuck out because my friend mm-hmm. Des lived there because yeah, she's yeah. historic her she's from there her family it's there was so like funny though parts. like 
like artists and, and pe- like a community comes together and they make a place a home and then one motherfucker has like really good sandwich well oh, the artists gentri- artists are a tool of gentrification as well when a bunch of like, well yeah but i oh, mean yeah. even that, they, like in a way but i i'm talking about the ones that like come up through it kind of like uh like when we did early story slams there was that one place that was like a gallery mm-hmm. And it was like really cool, man. They came together. They had a radio show, fucking music acts, artists, and, so, and they, they were they live there. You know what I mean? Like they they're from there. And then you know shit got funky because like rent starts going. Oh up yeah, crap, you know what I mean? Well, like and it's because like fucking community. dudes from the burbs right? rolled yeah. in and they fit in. And it's that's like, what happens when you know. people from somewhere yeah. else like or early jazz communities. I should yeah. say. Yeah, that's that's how you get Kenny G. Right, exactly. So, just, so like people see something from like, oh, I vibe with this, and then they move in, and then like you no know, fucking corporations yeah. like I don't know, fucking cafe, my precious, precious cafes, see that, move into a place and suddenly rent goes <laughs> for everybody else. Oh yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah, the, yeah. Right now, though, we're let's this is mostly about on food, my research. But it's like the culture of an area is often changed by new restaurants move in with a speciality grocers, often pushing quote yeah. ethnic food, sometimes ironically. Yeah, it's always, mm. this place has charm. Let's see if we can commodify that. Yeah, basically. Mm. Like, oh, look, brown people and their culture, food from their culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my beloved coffee shops are often guilty of this, being one of many places for uh, yeah. the gig economy. Like, basically, the idea had, the way this uh, CUNY article described it, it's the idea of, like, the third stop, right, between work and home. So a lot of places mm-hmm. would set up like cafes or places that you would work like gig economy jobs and they would set that up. And the instant, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, like even though gig economy is like the opposite of making money, that would also raise the rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even like if they don't get it, do they? Well, that's like, I don't know. that's like corporations. Uh, um, like reporting uh, record profits in the middle of you know say a pandemic yeah right Mm -hmm. well we can't and then they can't raise your wages and they're actively fighting unions and you're recording well there there was that one meme that was going around where we were talking like they expect the average person to have like literally thousands of dollars in the bank in case emergency arises but like a corporation has like their fucking stocks go down like one week and they're declaring bankruptcy and i'm like yeah you know like who what the fuck what even uh, like when anyway, they, well, again it's like you can't win because even they put up like gig economy workspaces in a na- like predominantly poor neighborhood suddenly that alone raises rent yeah we worked did great yeah, we work was killing it right <laughs> so like even like uh, even like eth- quote ethnic street food has been turned in this, into a status conferring product by businesses catering yeah. to affluent capitalist like affluent people capitalism corrupts all it touches it drains everything yep. of color well, I mean, and it just yeah. becomes part of the machine. And, and a lot of that came from shows, you know what I mean? Like on like Food Network mm-hmm. and whatever. Oh, definitely. I mean, they they actually had like a competition one where it was just like food truck rally or something like that or whatever the fuck it was called where they drive a distance. Yeah. Like everything becomes right. mixed up with just your job. And suddenly it's no longer just something of like this nice Mexican lady who wants to sell me food on the corner. Like I remember seeing her in Chicago a lot. It That turns yeah. into like a commodity. Yo, Doc, Tamale Guy saved my life on more than a few occasions. Yeah. Okay. Straight up. But then I guess uh, they went off and made a, they used him to basically make a restaurant. And apparently he hasn't get, there's some fucky going on there. And I haven't really looked Happens. into it, but he's yeah. like, 
he's been cut out that's of the literally, business. Yeah, that's literally what we're talking. Yeah, it's that's such a great example yeah. of exactly that. And I, I guarantee that restaurant raise rent. <laughs> you know, I got fucked up. I don't even think he's like a lot on the premises and stuff. Like they, it, it, I, I, got, I wish I had like save that article it was like months Jesus. ago it came out like but i mean i don't even know if he like he's like completely playing fair either. like there was some weirdness i just put that anywhere <laughs> you're you're all right buddy we can hear you we totally hear you oh okay sorry i i fucked up what happened what happened i forgot that uh we were in the middle of an episode uh, <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> what? Sorry, I might leave this whole thing in. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit. Okay. I heard something fall. Yeah. And then I was just like, "Yeah, just put that anywhere." And then nothing. And I was uh, like, "Did you? Did you die?" Like <laughs> I thought you had a seizure. Oh my god, man! What's oh fuck! All right. So yeah, like. So, like redlining, right, is a great example mm-hmm. of this great evil. So, supermarkets redlining is the tendency for food chains to avoid or leave low income communities due to perceived low demand, which is bonkers. Yeah. Low demand for I mean, food? So, limited, yeah, because you would have, they would have, they assume that a neighborhood that's low income would have limited purchasing power and higher operating costs because, you know, people would steal shit. Yeah, that's mm. literally their perception. So they literally because, again, it's capitalism. They literally like, hey, these people don't have easy access to food, but it's too expensive or too much of a risk for us to put a grocery store there because we don't actually care about feeding yeah. people. We want we're business, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like we provide a service, but we're not a public service. Exactly. <sighs> piece of that's shit. That's what it is. Yeah. <sighs> you know, you know that, you know, the Havana effect. Hmm. What is that? That, that thing that people oh, talk about syndrome? where like they went to Cuba and the, the yeah, Havana mm-hmm. syndrome. It's funny. Like I, I, you know, I no, think no, it's something. No, explain that to me. I don't know. What it's that CIA is. guys getting drunk. <laughs> oh. No, it's like a bunch of people reported having this like really strange, like massive buzzing and headaches in their head and stuff like that, because they thought that like some sort of directed energy weapon or sonic weapon was being used mm-hmm. against them. But there's no evidence of any of that, but it's just, which isn't to say that like, they're not experiencing something. We just don't know what the fuck it is yet. Yeah. And it could also be kind of like one of those things where like it's kind of suggestive, like you start noticing it and yeah. then somebody else starts noticing it and all that. It, but again, which is still a problem. You know what I mean? This is something that needs to be addressed. But I also felt like this massive cicada like buzzing in my ear the first time I walked into a whole <laughs> Like I literally <laughs> I like because it's like so narrow and designed to shuttle you through oh, so you yeah, can get man. your God. fucking Kale. Oh, real people don't yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they uh, use the same 
I wonder if they use the same like strategy at uh at IKEA because I always feel like I'm being herded through when I'm at, in at IKEA. least IKEA isn't playing Imagine Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a certain type of species of um, rich person definitely shops there, especially at least the n- nearest Whole Foods uh. to me, which is not very near. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah. you know, yeah. so it, it, so redlining is basically that of like, they're like, nah, we're not yeah. going to set up here. The hipster flip on this is called green lining, which is when grocery stores with a health environmental vibe uh, basically on set oh. gentrification, like they basically go into and, gentr- and target and gentrify a neighborhood, as in they're specifically going into a neighborhood to gentrify it. Well, th- this shit is so woo adjacent to there's like there's definitely like this like kind of weird culty yes. sort of aspect to it. Trader Joe's, um, for example, there's a yep. well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they, they, I don't love them. You know what I mean? Like, the, if I uh, in a pinch, sure. You know, if I'm near one, I'll be like, it's a yeah. grocery store that happens to be around. Sure. You know, but there like, are places, like, there are like places where they set up. Well, they'll set up in a place that obviously oh, cannot yeah. afford what they are selling. Oh, and then yeah, the whole area 100%. is fucked. Right. Yeah. Because then they're like, this is that new hip spot. Check it yeah. out. It's in the back of this guy's garage. You know. And then next thing you know, it's all like fucking. Yeah. Because the cost yeah, is like too much for original residents. To... And just right. their mere presence raises rent is anyone catching on to like my like long-standing complaint that like real estate is really one of the biggest problems and not just like this weird adjacent real estate and zoning boards yes oh yeah well i mean like they're not in code yeah you know i mean they're on signal (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't know anything about anyway yeah no Oh, man. So green line produces as much inequality as redlining produces inequality and exclusion. Right. Like when a Whole Foods includes local vendors in it to uh, appeal to those who want to feel guilt free right. and just in t- right. just in their spending while destroying the neighborhood that. for I, everyone else. I fucking hate. Yeah. That. Like Whole Foods would incorporate local vendors into them, like have little like, I guess, chaos. Honestly, I've never seen it because the Whole Foods around me doesn't and, really have, you know, local. probably take a substantial cut yeah. of their earnings. So it's the idea of getting oh, for sure. the idea of getting sure. ethnic food, but it's like right. you you get to feel a little more guilt free. There's a lot of like that's, emotional that's manipulation disgusting. with a lot of this shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's like the um the idea of like, you know, liberal Democrats, like the idea of like, yeah, I'm liberal. Well, I want to help, you know, ba 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 ba. But at the well, same time, you're, you're like you're describing neoliberalism. Yeah, but at the same time, don't like, uh, don't see other people as human beings. Yeah, you you're pretty. You're pretty. You think you're left leaning, but really, it's kind of like yeah. But you have a, you're just a non confrontation. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, yeah. This is what I want to see happen. If you can make it happen, if not, I'll be over here. Yeah, you know, like it, basically, yeah. It's just that I really appreciate their study that they include that in this. <laughs> Like, which is hilarious. They really do, and this is like one of our men committed murder. We'll get back to you after we investigate. You know, like everything. It's just a sign that everything tries to move towards like a monoculture. It it changes it. It changes like the views on food. Did you ever think 
that maybe these like crypto dick bags that always try to run off and fucking like are libertarians like like, like we're gonna make our own country right mm-hmm. so they go out there and they have no idea how to set up infrastructure or anything they yeah, don't know no idea or they know one or two things so they have like well here's a place where you could gut your deer but no like waste trough you know what i mean like and they always end up fucking it up and i think it's because they like take a look at how business actually operates and see that there isn't much further they can fucking take it in terms of extracting like all the wealth yeah. And they're like, we need to get away from that because they're coming for us next. And their idea is to reimagine the same thing, but from the beginning of the life cycle so that they just have to figure all this shit yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, it, it, they're like, we have it. to go back to the Stone Age so we could, like. Maybe they're subconsciously prescient, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I turned a monkey. Turned to monkey. That's the most credit I've ever given that idea. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Uh, oh, oh, so, man, that's that's really what it is, yeah. I'm sad now. Yeah. Oh, right. All right. Let me let me make you sadder. So gentrification could change the free retail (laughs) environment in the following key ways is gentrification increases retail activity, right? Along with more grocery stores. Mm -hmm. You think that would be good. The new residents can have to spend more increasing market demand for new food establishments, which vicious circle. As existing businesses cater to new residents, they will change products and prices. Food deserts can turn to food mirages. Neighborhoods that socially exclude residents who find the new retail to be too expensive, uninviting, or culturally inappropriate. Like if you make a pulled pork place and put in like a predominantly Muslim neighborhood. Low-income households would be be bordered, literally surrounded with higher food prices. Until, yeah. you know, eventually they, you know, that was until like, they get we until yeah, they get West, squeezed out of the neighborhood, basically. Yeah, like West Rogers Park was kind of cool because we had like a cool pizza spot and we had we had these like halal uh, like butchers down the street. One of them had my favorite, favorite fucking sign ever. It was this big white sign with red letters that were bleeding that said all our uh, meat is halal. Um, if uh, you can prove otherwise, we'll pay you fifty thousand dollars. And like it was just in red letters that were bleeding. Like you know, <laughs> this motherfucker was like, "Yo!" And that's where I got my shit. You know, I go get ribs, everything. All of like food's but good shit. It was a restaurant. Oh, oh food's fuck great. yeah, man! But there's a there's a uh, there was a restaurant that was like up a block and over a block that was like way the fuck too expensive yeah. for anybody in that neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? It had a waiting list. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. And like all this other shit. Like, like I like food. Oh, like shit. here's the thing I'm talking. Now the neighborhood was winning at the time. Like it was not, that wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It was just like this dude had this business for all these years and it's just turned into this. But like, yeah. I see what you're yes. saying when like one comes in, it gets that exclusivity, gets that fucking weird little like, you know, Instagram buzz about it. It, too, it, attracts. Yeah, it ruins exactly. the place. Yeah. Then other ones start popping up in the neighborhood trying to ride yeah. the coattails. And then, they and all fail eventually. The biggest sign of and, like gentrification is when like the white people come. Honestly, like oh, that's yeah. really no, what no. it comes down to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm that asshole. Yeah. Like I, I, I hear about a, like a, a cool kind of fucking small place, but then like at the same time, I'm going with folks who live there. You know, like I don't know. I, I just like, I, I feel like I get information from food. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. You know what I mean? In context, yeah, no, and I stuff. totally understand. Like, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not taking pictures of it and putting it all over. I the approach food place. as a learning just experience. Trying to be like, like I do this oh, thing. Yeah, I'm talking 100%. about this shit, but I'm like, I love food. I love going to places. I love experiencing other cultures, foods, and whatnot. I'm not trying to like, you know, what, you know destroy. Them. I, yeah, I recently right. discovered Korean barbecue, and it is fucking oh, bud, delightful, man. Oh, bud, hell yeah. 
<laughs> I really want to get you here to like New York and we can go yeah. have like, you know, just they all have the various like, foods. God, I have seen, I have seen like yeah. this. I don't even know what it is, but it's like, <laughs> it is. So it's like some sort of like, it's like a wonton wrapper or something, <laughs> but they fill it with cheese and mashed potatoes and then they fry it and it looks so fucking good. Pierogi. Like, have you ever had Indian food? Yeah, Indian a pierogi, yeah, but yeah. like, but like, we, we had a burrito a, size. Oh man, <laughs> we had this place up here that does like Korean, like double fried wings. Mm. God, and oh. they they have two flavors. Like one is just this kind of like a soy kind of thing, and the other one's like mm-hmm. spicy, uh, yeah. like chili pepper kind of thing. So you get them, and they're massive. Like you could literally bludgeon a person with their yeah. drumstick. <laughs> Like yeah, it's it's like what South the fuck? Korean what did cuisine. you do? Yeah. Right? We we destroyed their culture, but like they're coming ba- coming back at us with like. And here's how: yeah, <laughs> you eat like more food monsters. <laughs> if you eat you eat ten of those fucking wings, it's going to destroy your entire digestive system mm-hmm. because like the the coating is so delicious and so crunchy. Yeah. But it's probably it, filled with it, all of the terrible things for you. Oh, no, that's probably even fine, too. What I'm saying is it probably mixes with stomach acid, turns into shards of glass <laughs> and fire. Well, here's the thing. That's that's like God's vengeance upon you, because it's I it's heard. here's the thing. A lot of these restaurants like new retailers may act, com, uh, may compete with existing businesses. So let's say, example, your your Korean barbecue place like it's been there for years. It's predominantly like, you know, it's been there forever. Might not even be a predominantly Korean neighborhood. It's just been there. Yeah. So a new retailer, yeah. it competes with that business. It increases yeah. overall commercial activity for everyone, which is would actually mm-hmm. be good. That's actually one of the things on this list that's actually good is like competition breeds business mm-hmm. for like everybody. Right. But yeah, except that also fuck competition and here, yeah. like, competition is a byproduct of capital. Well, here's the thing. That new business it increases increases in rent may hurt existing businesses mm-hmm. as at least as it start expiring, especially if the business is centered on lower income residents. Higher rents also make it harder for new businesses to even start in the first place. So everything becomes a chain, basically. Yep. Yep. R.I.P. Iota for exactly, exactly. those reasons. So everything starts becoming a copy of a copy of a copy, providing well, even, even if a new business even decides to occupy the empty space, because in gentrifying neighborhoods, yeah. uh, empty, b- empty buildings stay empty for longer. Oh yeah. You know, when I, when I got here, like where, where Iota was and stuff like it had a, it, it, there was like a variety of bars in the, in the area. Okay. Um, and like th- this would be like the karaoke bar that's a little bit broy but also kind of cool and like this is the uh this is like the nightclub bar where like there's djs upstairs and this is the this kind of bar like it had a kind of like a personality to it mm-hmm. and it was like this was the neighborhood that had this music okay venue. keep going and I'm that i gotta go. i'll be back in a second sure sure and like that kind of bar etc cetera, etc cetera, on and yeah. on yeah. instead of this is the neighborhood of bro bars God, I hate that. Which is like, actually, Scum would really appreciate the fact that this happened in kind of like, like that, this neighborhood used to be like way back. It was, it was like kind of a Vietnamese immigrant like neighborhood. There's still some vestiges of that. There's still a couple of restaurants that have weathered all of this stuff. Every fucking thing around it is just like, oh, this is really, even for me, it's a little white, you know, like, yeah. it's a little, uh, like I'm not, I'm not comfortable here. From the uh, from like 
I guess the other side uh, of this whole argument, uh, my hometown's economy has been wrecked for as long as I had lived there. Uh, yeah, half yeah. of the buildings in the quote unquote downtown district of this uh, 30, city of 3,500 people, um, yeah. like uh, half of those buildings are still empty. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. oddly enough, but Manhattan has a lot in common with your I, town then. Well, I, yeah, I oh, imagine, right. I imagine mm. that it probably had a, like a decent economy at one point. It had to be a functioning town at one point. But, oh, yeah, Youngstown too. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it boomed. Yeah. Youngstown was are... doing great during the fucking war. Yeah. It did great during World War One and World War Two, man. Like all like for all the way back to the fucking Civil War. Like, yeah. like that was a steel town. It did its shit. And then see, it wasn't it wasn't China that no. fucked us. It wasn't Japan that fucked us in spite of what like half of those fucking like even like what uh, yeah. uh, gung ho and like a lot of these movies in the 80s that I still kind of like, but, you know, they're a little problematic. Like everybody was afraid that like Japan was going to take over as revenge for World War Two as part of this whole Cold War mania. This is yeah. talked about nearly enough, but like mm. it's, well, it's, it's just it's, really bonkers it's because there was simultaneously. But it is alluded a lot in. Uh... Oh, that's why there were they had to make American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah. They couldn't just have they had the master it was a TV show about a guy who was a ninja who had like he was a bald old dude with a white mustache. Like, what the fuck? You know, but like he was great. But it was just still like this really, really fucked yeah. up moment where like everything was happening. It wasn't any of that that fucked us, though, like in the late 60s and early 70s. It was an American who sold his company <laughs> to a foreign interest and fuck the guys. I mean, that, yeah, that's what it was. I. Yeah. It was cheaper for them to broker like the materials and everything else from China, which are they were going to make it like way cheaper and stuff like that, you know, because they didn't hold their fucking steel to the standards that like we were holding it to. Like, not to say that it's worse necessarily, but you know, you need to know what the fuck you're working with when you get it. And there's no way other than to order a shit ton of it and have it arrive. And then you, you take a sample and realize, Oh fuck this, like, alloys off it's not going to support the weight i need and you now have to wait a month to get that returned and another shipment sent instead of just yeah i was gonna say then they use that steel to make buildings in manhattan because like (laughs) manhattan has this has similar problem traveling to your town oddly enough is the fact that like there are large parts of manhattan island that are just empty now and they weren't when i was a kid oh yeah they were very they were very small they're like whole blocks if you go down entire side streets there's empty, there's empty storefronts and it's probably after reading this now i know it's from gentrification even though you know manhattan was oh, always yeah. kind of pretty fucking expensive but the point is is like real estate fuckery that means that like places just can't open things now because it's so prohibitively yeah. expensive yeah and how oh. how how long do some of these like restaurants even fucking stay oh, open sometimes, sometimes like three four uh, or five years because it's just an investment yeah. it's just yeah. a thing to do for a little bit and then they pull up and they're like well he did this one yeah, unless blah, they're blah, like an actual startup and then they move yeah, to this exactly area. unless they're like started by young people and that's not even a guarantee uh, most of the time yeah they're just investment right. projects that you just get in get out and that's it yeah. again there's no law well, i mean these things. <laughs> where i was going where i was going with uh with my bit about my hometown is that you know I, I don't know when their economy got fucked, but like, I, uh, you know, ever since I've lived there, there are more chain restaurants and there, there is, uh, there was a chain grocery store that moved in, um, to like, uh, to compete. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't just Walmart absolutely gutted Laporte, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Well, it's, the, it's a mixed bag, right? Because now you have all these grocery stores. So hopefully that place is not considered a food desert. But at the same time, it's going to raise the rent. Yeah. yeah so and it's gonna yeah. Ruin... Oh, you fix the thing and then force yes. me out. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Dicks. God. It's a dick move, man. Like, uh, yeah. just do it, it just happens. Sometimes it's not even like their desire. I don't even think a lot of places are like, unless you're like, yeah, Walmart or something or like a chain or chain grocery store i don't think they're gonna like really think about that most of the time yeah no i just remember they like 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 family video had this like really weird kink where they would only pick a property on a corner i like how you described it yeah. literally yep. you, you you would never see a family video that wasn't on a corner it could be part of a fucking plaza but it would be yeah. on a corner yeah. and it would be the corner store yeah. every time interesting that's a weird that's company a weird, yeah I, I, I gotta i gotta do a deal yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 well, corner might mean more visibility. That might be. No, I totally, it totally did. It made sense, yeah. but they were dicks about it. Like yeah. you don't understand. There was like, if we went off to do an installation on a new shop and we saw another fucking like weird, cool corner, like spot that was up for sale. And we wrote down the address and sent them the number and stuff like that. They kick you a bonus yeah. check. I, if they built, yeah, you know, well, like, let here's how I want to cap. Well, so they like these chain restaurants and uh and like grocery stores that moved into my old neighborhood like this is kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum because it's like these are all for like poor people essentially mcdonald's Mm. and uh dairy queen and like the shop Mm -hmm. go um you would think (laughs) yeah Mm. you would think but it's still like i i have no doubt that uh, that you know these chains that moved in probably in the 80s or the 90s have had a hand in this steady deterioration well they yeah they oh, just destroy- yeah. your family dollar well, dollar general culture. all these that's, little that's the shops. other thing yeah. i'm gonna yeah. we're gonna link to this article yeah. i found because it's incredibly well researched and like cited but that's one mm-hmm. of the big things they bring up is destruction of local culture like dollar mm-hmm. tree and mcdonald's and dairy queens are not the local culture they're just right businesses that are there yeah here are food units. yes that's all here, we're is. going to provide you with uh cheaper food but we're also going to pay our workers less yes. so they can't pay uh as much mm-hmm. they can't pay their rent so you're not going to ever experience it's, like local yeah. dining of whatever like culture that town once may have had at one point <laughs> like it's the yeah. same with Which neighborhoods. Is it's the same with neighborhoods and cities oh. where you set this shit up like and it just destroys whatever local culture and businesses were there originally. And Shadow Link, hmm. do you think that there is a person in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan who hasn't has only had McDonald's and has never had a pasty? Hmm. Actually, no, because there's nothing in the Upper Peninsula. There's like Gwyn. There's that like is, that two, is like three one towns of the, up there. Yeah, that, that is one of the, the few places in America that is like still might kind of like untouched. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is weird, too. It's really yeah. weird. There's like yeah. beach ships. It might fucking, technically. That might you technically. You don't understand. Uh, it's great. Oh, yeah. Isn't uh, Tantara up there? That's like a resort. Mm. Weird. Oh, but yeah. um, I bet. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, no, it's I good mean, place for it. It would it would technically qualify as a food desert, but I'm pretty sure everybody just kind of like hunts their own food, anyways. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you got to do in the face of adversity. But it's it, it's yeah, like but, that where yeah. like these things destroy peoples. Like that everything again. It's all the monoculture because America, oh, yeah. like American capitalism, at least. And you know, I'm going to say America as well because America's white. Is uh, it yeah. just destroys yeah. the cultures that that are part of it? That are supposed to be yeah. part of it. In yeah. Yeah, well, it, I mean, the monoculture, like, the definition of what white is has been changing over, like, the past, I don't know, hundred, two hundred Oh, yeah, years. man, my ancestors, um, my Italian ancestors oh, are oh, now sure. considered white. They weren't when they got here. Yeah, yeah Jewish people yeah, weren't yeah. considered white before. Um, yeah. And now Irish. Def- yeah. And not, now, not to, and now not to like bring slowly, up the whole, like, Irish were slaves, too. No, no they, they weren't. weren't. It was different. No, they were um, not. It was, How many it was Irish can we throw at a problem? Yeah. yeah, it's it was definitely bad, but it oh, wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, um or like now we're yeah, no, now we're sure. starting to consider, you know, lighter skinned Asian people as white. Um Oh sure, sure. So people are it's so it's, really it's, it's so fucking It's really it's what it is, really it's dumb. just it's the amoeba that is the monoculture. It just consumes everything yep. and dismantles it and just ugh. I think the one thing that helps like people on our level in America. Mm-hmm is the fact that like we see everything coming in and we're like yo man like here's the thing a lot of people who don't ever go to like they just visit the city they've never like lived in a city and had to like just contend with the city like if you're not like from a city all right you're gonna have a few disadvantages but you're gonna learn pretty quick okay people are generally speaking not there to fuck yes yeah like in the city most people don't even really want to make fucking eye contact with you yep uh, it's not even like it's it's That's not even polite to do I that. Like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. The city's pretty great. Like you could be alone in a crowd. Yeah, it's you'll pretty love great. New York. But like the other thing you realize is that like there are not hordes of people fucking coming for you, and they're not coming to take your guns. Nope. And nobody, people are literally trying to make rent. You son of a bitch. Yeah. And they found out a way to like expose themselves to kind of the world in a really interesting way. Like you just live in a fucking city, you're gonna run into crazy shit. Yeah, you're gonna run right. into like somebody like. Maybe fucking making a movie. Yeah. You know, if you're in like Chicago, I ran into like they were they were filming a fucking like Law and Order or something. If you're in New York, crossover episode. I was just like, that's crazy. If you're in New York, the diversity in this country and the different like experiences that you can have by coming in contact with other cultures is so much more valuable than anything that any business can wrap up and package and right. Yeah, you don't. You're not even getting it, is, it even from if it a movie, like, even if it's a good movie. Even you know if we I mean? do get like a Korean, like if even if Korean street food becomes like a huge thing in America, then I mean they're just going to well, commodify I mean, that. They're going to turn it into a bunch of I don't mind chains. I want that. I absolutely want that. I want like pho to become like a thing. I would that like everybody that. just gets, I would like that too. You know? Yeah. I, I, but def- I, I don't want it to be noodle, weaponized. I want the street noodle bars, guys. Like I want to be able to just like. Go yeah. out to a city and like sit down and order a couple noodles and some dumplings, like that scene in yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah, but like, no, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I don't, I don't care. I don't like, want I like it to be a concerted shit. effort by a bunch of people in suits. I want to be able to go to because it's, place because then it's not where about the thing the is happening. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I would rather, I want to be the guy that like is able to go to the place, have the thing where it's at. 
yeah. and not ruin it for you. Yeah, be respectful. Yeah. That'd be the best Honestly, fucking like treat, you know what I mean? treat, treat this it whole like, like oh, I love this neighborhood. It's so cute. I'm gonna do this now. I'm like, no, yeah. you shut the fuck up and stop thinking that way. Leave the like, leave the people alone. They'll make it. Yeah, they like, don't see what they're we, doing. God, they don't understand where this is fucking gonna end. White people you know what just I mean? Don't like, have fucking boundaries. It. <laughs> well, some do. Some, yeah, no, cool. they don't. Some do, but like the people some involved with this shit, the people who feed into this shit, they don't have boundaries. This, this is why you need people around you who can tell you no with some authority. Yeah, yeah. you know. Because there doesn't seem and to be. And it's not a matter of like you know exclusivity I mean? like it just... either. It's not a matter of like, you know, or we're like, I don't know, a Korean neighborhood and we don't want other people it's... in there. It's the matter of like, you should be respectful of the history of a place. Because if this place oh, is yeah. predominantly of a, of a people, it's probably been that way a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when neighborhoods and cities. I mean, look, this is weird, but like, I learned a really, really fun lesson. Uh, God, I did. Did I? Was I talking about the, the the King's Island thing before we recorded uh, the contact I don't know, lenses? My brain is like fried right now, so we that's fine. The the whole thing about it was that like we went to a smorgasbord in okay. Kentucky, and there was a sign on the door that said "Take what you want, but eat what you take." And some kid took more than he could, and he went to throw food out, and the lady nice. slapped him. Oh. Nice. It was yeah. I yes I one hundred percent I agree with one hundred percent. You know, but, yeah. and it's. And that's that's turned it. There's various degrees of that. Like if you go to a place and somebody puts something in front of you, you eat it. Yeah. You, and you you shut the fuck up. God, the you fucking know, like, wastefulness of food in this country drives me fucking insane. Oh, yeah. oh they're the way they make it no illegal to go dumpster the, diving. Yeah. There's yeah. motherfuckers that like will lock up and put security systems on a. Oh, dumpster. that blows my yeah. fucking mind. Yeah. What that that is like the you, you want to radicalize me and send me into a murderous rage that's like the shortest line to it yeah i mean you oh this I food isn't it. any good but you can't we can't work this food isn't quote unquote any good but you they're know probably libertarian they should be so have... fucking oh, for this God, they're worried yeah. about the lawsuit Urgh. so you're so at this point uh, it's kind of like you're probably wondering it looks grim right so what can we do about yeah. it so the article have very yeah. in-system methods of how to fight this because honestly, like urban gardening and stuff like that, it's it doing like guerrilla tactics. It's a touchy subject because that involves yeah. a lot of yeah. involvement with a lot of the community. And again, not everyone might be down with your methods. So a lot of this are yeah. like in-system kind of. So maybe not a not. Uh, I was going to suggest grow grow centers for like vertical. Got to get the space, but, man. Are you going to pay for that rent? Yeah. Like, right. And yeah. what is that going to do yeah, to the there. surrounding rent? It's the other thing. It's yeah. a fucked process. This, in, this yeah. involves thinking in powers. You know, yeah. I have no idea of like how they work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's I can't just, you know, you show up at the, like, the local whatever meeting that everybody's all being like, I'm allowed to not wear a mask at. Go Basically, to those. apparently yeah. like you get your two minutes to say, hey, so uh, fucking people in your district are starving. You want them to vote for you. Yeah, basically. Fuck? You know, so like, number one. Ally with housing organizations to advocate for public housing, rent subsidy programs, rent regulation, and services to protect tenants in endangered neighborhoods, basically. So, and basically to prevent and to protect people from harassment and eviction. So, on point with that. Mm. Help your local community. There are two, there are quote unquote green businesses strategies that aren't gentrification focused, because, you know, most of them literally set out to gentrify neighborhoods. Uh, like community-based yeah. food and uh, food and, and uh, 
incentives that aim to increase access to healthy, affordable, culturally appropriate foods. So I imagine these are like the community garden things, but unlike other community gardens, these are, you know, for people like this is farming for the community, basically. Yes. Three, participate in neighborhood planning meetings and land use review processes to make sure proposed zones do not disadvantage existing food retailers. This one's a little iffy because I feel businesses are going to like corpse are going to do what they're going to do. But it's good that you have a voice and you need to try and get your voice in there. So a lot, it's a lot of these are predominantly, hey, maybe you should like look your neighbors in the eye and actually try and do stuff for your community, <laughs> which I know yeah. I live yeah. in a city. I'm from New Jersey. I've been to New York. I know that's hard. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, when when the shit goes down, you better yeah, you be wanna, ready. You want to be first next to you. Send dog said, listen, who do you want to be your neighbor? Like the creepy well, guy Rogers. the creepy guy that eats whole whole blocks of cheese or I mean, sure why not if you have a fucking yuppie i mean he's in the Do you yeah. want to have a yuppie as your neighbor i'll take creepy, uh, I'll, as your I'll take creepy i'm, block, I'm literally that guy what the <laughs> fuck man <laughs> i will deep fry it <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously if you live in an you apartment know, block like i have it's kind of like your neighbors are your neighbors <laughs> yeah no, you, you get used to the, them real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, like brick walls. Mm, that was the nice thing about living in Chicago you, when all of our all of our apartments were like old apart, old hotels from the 20s. So all the walls dividing yeah. us were like brick. No one could hear the industrial yeah. I was blasting at 2 a.m. It was great. No, it was great. So yeah, number no, four. No, no. They're, they're really yeah, no, good. it was great. But yeah, get, get to know your neighbors. Get, get, uh, number four is support zoning changes that promote retail diversity. Again, get involved. Urge agencies like this one I'm not too sure about, but urge agencies like the city's small business services and economic development corporation to prioritize neighborhoods serving serving retailers. Again, you gotta commit, you gotta mm. basically annoy people. Is really what it is. Yeah. Right, right. Uh right. there's way more if you guys want me to continue. There's ten in total. But the point, the gist of it is uh, is one of them does one of them involve Molotov cocktails? No, because this is a site where that's not promoting burning down what little you already have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, there's a reason. I'm not saying burning down. I'm not down, saying burning down but, buildings in the neighborhood. I'm just saying. Basically, it's a lot of the podcast. It's not but, like okay, throwing Molotov cocktails buildings on random like <laughs> it's, it's a lot of advocacy disclaimer. stuff. It's like you just have to get involved yeah. in your local policy and just annoy fucking politicians and lobby and just try your best to do these things because this is the system that you're stuck in and it fucking blows and whether that like i'm i think it's debatable whether they work or not but it's what we have in the confines of our system in yeah and i would like to recommend instead of molotov cocktails just start now start working on your kill Just, you know, get, uh, get a panel here, get a panel there. You know what I mean? Just like lean it up in the back of the shed. Wait until, I'm going to count. You know, maybe it's only your ride. I'm going to counter with but, hey. at least try and like do some community gardening in your own garden and like maybe do some gorilla gardening. That's and start what I'm playing. saying. Do a kill dozer, but it's a ride and lawnmower. <laughs> you can take care of the yeah. little you bit. Just start yeah, I would, say, I would say that if you can figure out a way to do maybe even like vertical gardening in uh, mm -hmm. in your community garden, that would... We need to restructure this entirely. It's tough, man. Uh, because this system. It's tough. And, yeah. Like trying to make one new, hard, we're trying to do one new thing think, and it starts attracting the white kids and suddenly their rent goes up, <laughs> you know? Next yeah. thing you know, next thing you know, you get Limp biscuit. I mean, God, you're right. Yeah. Jesus. That was accurate. That was acute. <laughs> what I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, 
just try and grow one thing in a community garden, even if it's like a weed plant. Okay. Oh, there's like, like entire debates about community gardens and whether like they're an instrument of gentrification yeah. as well. Because like, it, yeah, it's tough. Again, well, it, it's it, tough. It, well, that's the thing. It depends on who's backing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if it's coming from within and then they want to fuck with it. Is it for right. profit? Or who are they selling it to? Yeah. If you know, no, yeah. just just start working on the kill. If something <laughs> is not affordable in to every to like everybody. Then that's a then that's a classist. That's a problem. Yeah. Like if yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite quote. I can't remember who originally <laughs> said it. It's probably going to be somebody that I regret ever fucking quoting. But like, that's just the trend these days. But if it's inaccessible to the poor, it's neither radical nor revolutionary. Yeah. You know, and I ju- I'm just kind of like that. That hangs up there real high. Wait, isn't that? I, I thought that was a Ben Franklin quote. I don't know. It's probably from a fucking video probably. game, dude. Yeah. He's oh, not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I but don't that know. Sound a lot but, like but it's the, a Final Fantasy Tactics quote. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if the yeah. Uh, penalty that one is great. If the penalty for a, a, a crime is a fine, then it's not illegal for the for what? Uh, then oh god, yeah. Oh, then it then it's only uh, um, a rule for the poor. Oh, yeah. Oh well. So speaking of that, actually, um, guys, I'm gonna have to go. Oh, you gotta go. No, I'm going to have to bounce. I gotta go take care of the fam. Okay. Okay. All right. well, yeah, absolutely. Go yeah. do that. I'll oh, yeah. save this story for uh, next week. I could do a little. Yeah. More sorry. Yeah. We got a good two and a half hours on this guy. Yeah. Uh, some of that is some right, of that you well, guys will never hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some of that you won't. I'm gonna put a really fun sound effect like montage in there. Real oh, quick. please do. And uh, okay, I'm gonna make it funny and wake people up. So anyway, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, find us on the internets. We do a bunch of digital stuff on various websites that we've mentioned a thousand million times yes. before. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, we're not gonna bore you with it now. <laughs> so have a good rest of your week and stuff. And then yeah, we'll be Take back care. next week. Take so care we'll of the people shiz. next to you, and because uh, that's all we yes. can really do at the end of the day. Yeah. Man, I'm actually really glad we're skipping this story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Double. 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 Double.